Hello. Hi. Welcome back to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but <laughs> nobody else does. <laughs> I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. I forgot I was supposed to keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> what is in that glass? Water. Each of us is no, slow down there. Specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. <laughs> I don't know what I said. No, no give me, for you. Give me that back. No she phones for you. You're having a hard time typing and talking. I just shouted at Tony. I have action adventure. And he didn't even take your phone. No. So normally we take turns selecting from our movie genres. However, <laughs> could, I think did somebody else steal our phone now? I'm not. She can, she can choke me out. I can't. Uh, but this month is the second chapter in Elaine's birthday. Picks. Hold on. This week is the second chapter of Elaine's See, birthday month. Thor, Love and Thunder didn't have anything like this. Yeah, I used Guns N' Roses songs, which I like Guns N' Roses, but... Yeah, dude, not that much. Come on. Not that much. Take a couple more. It was too much. It was too much GNR. Yeah. But it's, don't... don't And you know what? No one else say anything, because it's currently right now, was it 53 on Metacritic? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do it with podcast. <laughs> it's my birthday month. Oh yeah, and it's my birthday pick. Woo woo. And I thought Thor: Love and Thunder was good. No, it was not, we're not as doing enjoyable that. <laughs> as Thor: you know I just said. I just said nobody else say anything. I and what is the it. first thing she did? She's being a jalapa nose. <laughs> I, I don't it. think that word means what you think that word means. <laughs> you have to explain I don't know what that means. Oh Something my I picked God. up on the street. And I picked 2014's John Favreau Love Fest Chef. All right. <laughs> no, but nothing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yay. Usually somebody says <laughs> something. I thought that said insulin. So I was like, why does she say insulin on there? Jalapeno. Jalapenos. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. Anyways, what did you think going in, Tony? Why are you looking at me and say, I Tony, was like, Tony's over there? Um, I don't. to make eye contact with you. It's creepy when you look at me and say somebody else's name. I was like, I don't. I think I remember this, but I think. I can't remember if I saw this movie, part of it, or wasn't there a thing where Favreau bought people together for dinner or something and made dinner? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was so a I was show. Like, I didn't know what this was. <laughs> a show called Chef? Is that what it well, there is a show that he did. It's on Netflix where Chef, where he, people from the movies and some of his friends just come together and they start cooking. Yeah, and him then... Him and uh, Roy Choi, after this movie, did that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then there was another one where he, I think it was him, or Kevin Smith, I don't know, but they would bring celebrities together and they would have dinner and they would just talk. That was Kevin Smith. Oh, okay. That also sounds interesting. It was I cool, but it was only like four episodes. You showing me Ben Affleck or something on there. Yeah. One of them. There's mm-hmm. also one where Don Rickles does that. Don Rickles sits down with people. And, oh, really? Yeah, before he died, anyway. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of them on YouTube. The one with Judd Apatow is pretty good. Don Rickles and Judge Apatow? Judd. That, yeah. Judge. <laughs> Your Honor. <laughs> that, seems, that seems like a weird like combination. The, the ones for Don, with like Don Rickles are better if it was a friend of his instead of someone who's like fawning over. It's like, oh, I can't believe meeting with it's, Don Rickles. That's like comedians in cars getting coffee. Yeah, John yeah, loves very that much. show. Yeah. John I loves love that, that show. show. But so you can tell when a, the comedians are like, it's Jerry Seinfeld. There's another one. Kevin Nealon does a hiking show with people like that. They get tired like, yeah. We just sit for a minute. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. You might like that, though, because you like to watch uh, Dunstan Castle hike. 
Dalton. Dalton. I'm sorry, Dalton. Dad. Keep drinking that water. I don't know what's <laughs> in that shit. water. Yeah, but I will switch to beer or something because you're fucking nuts right now. I was thinking his name is Dunstan. I don't know. <laughs> Dunstan checks it. Uh, Carly, what do you think? I thought I've been meaning to watch this, although I completely you had never seen this. Show. No, I've never seen this. This is up your alley. There's, <laughs> there was an. Oh yeah. I assume no one has ever seen this. <laughs> what did you think going in, John? I thought. Did I watch this two weeks ago? Which is far enough to where I have to watch it again now. <laughs> <laughs> and you are complaining. We'll see. Okay. When we watched this two weeks ago, we were talking about it, and I'm like, I should pick this for my birthday. We she says that about a lot of movies, though. I thought you'd do Ant Man. I thought that was her favorite movie. It's up No, Gone in 60 Seconds is her favorite movie. We already did that, though. Yes, that was one of our COVID picks. Well, for a while I was going to pick Thoroughly Modern Millie. Thank God that didn't never seen it. (laughs) You will eventually. Someday I'm going to pick it. It's real. I pick whatever people want. It's a movie. Hey, 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 watch it there, Dracula. (laughs) Hey, 59% on Metacritic. Yeah, but you had to make a bunch of fake accounts to do that. I'm just saying it's 59. Or I've been making fake accounts to do that. <laughs> She's raised it up to 61 to make sure it never happens again. Oh, yeah. Save other podcasts. All right, while you have all those fake accounts, just log into Queen of the Dam and hook me Are up. Are you okay? Speaking there? of people who Darth make fake Vader? accounts. So, <laughs> Chef got an 87 thermometer with an 85 audience score. Has a 7.3 out of 10 with a 68 Metacritic score, which I kind of expected the Metacritic was going to be higher on this. It had an $11 million budget. Mm-hmm. It had a domestic... Which means RDJ did it for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Literally nothing. The domestic was $31 million and its worldwide gross was 48 So it really didn't make very much money and not... So yeah, I feel like... still, when you give half to the theaters, they still made money. But it still... It didn't really make very much money and I feel like not very many people have heard of it or seen it. Considering the cast that's in it, it's like... All right, none of these people work for their actual, you know, pay. Well, before we talk about that, this is after Iron Man Two. Yeah, they all they all made uh, they all did this for like they were on they set of wanted to hang friend. out. And John Travolta was like, "Hey, what are you doing Tuesday? Yeah. Oh, nothing. Want to shoot this movie in thirty days? Sure. Okay. So most of the people aren't in it very much. Like Oliver Platt's in like three scenes. Yeah, he probably did that in a week. Scarjo's in it maybe for like two maybe scenes. four minutes. Before we get to who the cast is, oh, let me give you two reviews. Okay. No, no, you don't. The know. first one I picked because. I think John might have wrote it. Oh, shit. This is... Me or Favreau? Um, this is... The username is... Or Connor. McLeod? L-E-A-M-C-A. Never heard Lemka? of Lemka? Lean, California? I don't know. Uh, I didn't want to fall in love with this film, but I did. It rather sneaks up on you as you realize it's like a real-life chef, and the reason is due to Favreau's attention to detail and coaching from Chef Roy Choi, who joins him later in The Chef Show, which I'm also hooked on. This movie is golden. Yeah, I'm in love. Like me. I love all the characters, especially John Leguizamo and Sofia Vergara. Favreau brought out an excellent, nuanced performance from her. That's refreshing. That's a refreshing change from her Modern Family character. <laughs> that was the same character she plays in everything. I know. <laughs> like she's typecast. That it's like uh-huh. when we John was talking about how how he actually likes her in this, and he doesn't like her in anything. I do like her in that. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> you can like her and not like this whole movie. That's true. And that's then. <laughs> Four timer, one hour. Wow, this user. Did you read these before you pick them? Or I don't always. She, look, she's on the fly. Just this one looks good. I read the reviews. I don't always look at the usernames. It's like Trecha Butt. Four timer, one hour. That is a weird name. Oh, timer. Yeah. They, oh, that last one was a ten out of ten. This person rates it one out of ten. A movie where someone like John Favaro has a girlfriend like Favreau. Scarlett Joe 
and an ex-wife like Sofia Vergara, this is believable like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I said to Carly, I was like, I was like, why is she picking this? Oh, it's a fantasy movie because John Favreau <laughs> dated uh, or was married to Sofia Vergara and, and then in ScarJo. Sure. And then I looked it up <laughs> and I showed him a picture a of John yeah. Favreau's wife, and I was like. Yeah, but no, 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 this guy's a chef. John Favreau was John Favreau. Yeah. There's a difference. Yes, but I believe that yeah. I believe that a hostess would. Sl- she doesn't. She's not yes. dating him because of his looks. She's in love with that dude's food. We'll get to it. But also, yeah, they do fuck, and then he has to cook for her. Yeah. Like they also yeah, say we'll in that. the movie that he's gained a lot of weight over the last ten years, and he's divorced. So, but young, younger John Favreau was not a bad looking Swinger guy. John Favreau? Yeah. Friends John Favreau. Friends John Delphi Favreau? fighting champion. Yeah. Like, he was not a bad looking guy. And in Miami, Sofia Vergara looks like every other hot Cuban chick. There's a lot of them. She's Colombian. But in, in the, not in this. Inez. Oh, Inez, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so this Inez. movie was... My a favorite written, Cuban. directed, Him and, and Cuban starring. Because he's the king of the Roomba bee. When he plays the maracas, they go chick, chick, boom, chick, chick, boom. I've heard that. Okay. This movie was <laughs> written, directed, and starring ja- John Favreau. Favreau. Did I say, did I say that right? I'm never going to say it right. Why can't you say Favreau? I don't know. <laughs> How long have you been Italian? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, I look. You've been Italian for 20 years. Bro, God. When I looked, he oh, has, man. most of his credits are acting credits, followed by directing credits, and then writing credits. But he's single-handedly almost saving for, Star Wars right for now. writing credits. And he started the MCU. He only yeah. has <laughs> swingers, swingers, yeah, couples um, retreat, made, and the Mandalorian. The maid I've never seen. I don't know if that's any good. Oh, it's not very good. But it's, it's it's with Vince Vaughn, and they try to like recreate swingers, and they just didn't. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I have seen that. But yeah, it's got um, it's got it's Puff terrible. Daddy in it. Yeah, it's terrible. Really? Yeah. All right, so oh, Sam Rockwell's in it. I don't know why I had to look at you to tell you that. I love Sam Rockwell. He's looking at Carly. Sam Rockwell. Not like you do. You as picked a director. <laughs> now, as a director, he really hasn't directed that many. Now. He hasn't really directed that many great things either. On his, I mean, he, welcome Swingers. back to the podcast from Elf. Uh-huh. He also directed Zathura, which you thought about yeah. picking at one point. Um, <laughs> Iron Man 1 and 2, of course. Which did fairly well, I hear. Uh, Cowboys and Aliens, which I've seen. Which was terrible. Mm-hmm. Seen all and then it. he did both the CGI Jungle Book, the live action, and the CGI uh, Lion, King. Lion King. Which I kind of wanted to see. I kind of want to see the CGI Jungle Book now because a lot of these people are in that fucking movie. Not even kidding. This, well, you get and your you get crew. Friends and you get your friends. And then... As an if act- I was making a movie, Tony be in it. As an actor, he yeah, plays the it. character of Carl Casper, <laughs> our chef. He, of course, is well known for his character of Happy Hogan from the Marvel no, no, Universe. No, no, that's not what I know him from. Uh, do you perhaps know him as Rocky Marciano? I've seen that, no. Or Swingers? Or PCU? What's his name, what's his name in Swingers? I can't remember, oh. but he's money. He's so he didn't even know how money is. Uh, do you remember him? Perhaps I remember from PCU. From PCU. <laughs> when he was oh, a, wow. Was he Gutter? He was the, yes, Gutter is a tool. Gutter is a tool. Or yeah, perhaps so you re- finally remember his time in Rudy. I do. As the he roommate. Was, he was the wow. roommate. He was the rich guy. Um, is it from I Love You, Man? When Vince Paul Rudd throws up on him. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> of course, there's friends. Ultimate or Fighter champion. Welcome back to the podcast from the replacements. Mmm. Yeah. Danny. I knew he was a welcome back to the podcast. No, Denny. We don't need the guys in red shirts. Also in this movie, there's a lot of people in this movie, (laughs) but co-starring 
John Leguizano as the character of Martin. Benny Blanco from the Bronx. Now, he has a huge IMDb. He, mostly he does voiceover work. This is now the John Leguizamo's acting credits podcast. Well, no, mostly he does voiceover work because he was did Ice Age, and that mm -hmm. led to all kinds yeah. of voiceover oh, work. Yeah. Recently, he starred in Stop Encanto, it. which as Bruno, which now I kind of want to see that. Um, he was, of course, in John Wick 1 and 2. He was in The Happening. Mm -hmm. The happening. Was, and I don't know if you know this, in, but there's a scratch in your windshield when the car's all fucked up. It's a great line. Moulin Rouge, Spawn, Romeo and Juliet. Oh, that's he, was, uh, he, he was fantastic as Tibble. Yeah, he, was. he was Tibble, the Prince okay, of Cats. Now, um, John, I always liked his shoes with the cats on yeah. until you're like, wow, that would make a lot of noise when you yeah. walk. Look, but they look fucking cool. And they would get dirty as fuck. He was yeah. in Executive Decision. All right, we're going to be here he, a No, you got to look. <laughs> have you seen... Either the movie The Take or Empire. Yes, both of them. Because those. those are movies he starred in, which I've not seen, but sound great. He was mm -hmm. in Land of the Dead. And then finally, he was in 2007's Love in the Time of Cholera. What? <laughs> really? <laughs> Fuck wow. yeah. I'm picking that. You know what? I'm part of me wants to change my pick for his birthday month and pick nope. that. No, no, it's a movie. It's not only that it's a movie. I'm picking it for your birthday. Don't worry about it. Write it down. You might just should pick it. No, <laughs> don't steal my birthday pick. That. I'm sure it didn't. I bought do you that. the glasses chain. You can't now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it works. That is how it works. All right. Um, Robert Trevino to go along. Then be facts. The. Uh, then and you didn't mention that he was in Carlito's Way. He was Benny Blanco from the Bronx. I've never seen Carlito's Way. That was like his breakout role. I've never seen Carlito's Way. It's Car been on while I've been home, Carlito. but I've never paid attention. I'm not interested in that movie. It's the same thing as Scarface. It's been on when I've been home. I'm not interested. I wonder if Al Pacino would be allowed to play those roles now because he's not, you know. No. He's not cute. Well, because he's a terrible actor. He's a great actor. <laughs> he's not now. Well, he's like 87 years old now. Let the man. I didn't even really think he was that great then. Oh, like, he was. You, have you I ever, don't have you think he's. Yes, I don't. She doesn't like heat. I know, but I'm going to keep saying that. <laughs> I, I mean, love heat. He has a couple great movies, but not all of his roles um, are as great as they talk about. Like Devil's said, Advocate? I mean, Dog the Afternoon is one of my favorite movies. What's but, that? Dog the Afternoon. Like people talk about Send of a Woman. I, don't, I, don't I remember don't not ever seeing that movie. Like I remember seeing it when I was really little and I just always watched it. It's not a movie for a child. I always wa I also watched Andrew Dice Clay, Sam Kinison, and Eddie <laughs> I Murphy. Did that too. <laughs> I know. Those are not things just, for children. I'm just All saying, right. of the things I watched, that was not the worst. Yeah. Speaking of children, <laughs> the actor that plays Percy, his name is MJ Anton. Really? All the people in there. She's like, and, and he Percy. Was in well, he's, I mean, the, he's third. the third main character. <laughs> he was in hey, the, the live-action Jungle Book. Focus. Uh -huh. uh, not as Mowgli, yeah. but he was also I in the movie not. Krampus, which I always want, which I want to see. Okay. Um, then we have Sofia Vergara, who plays Inez, who is of course very famous for her role in Soul Plane, <laughs> 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 or a movie Four I actually family. like, Four Brothers. <laughs> Yeah, she was um, Tyrese's girlfriend. That's a great movie. You should pick that. I should pick. You should put that on your list. Of course, she's totally from Modern Family. You like that movie? Yeah. <laughs> He's good. Despite Mark Wahlberg being in it. Then we have Scarlett Johansson. Never heard of her. Um, she's talking about Svanya, right? The lovely Svanya. Yes, she plays the character of Molly. You may have seen her in The Prestige. I like how she's going with these really obscure movies that people are in. <laughs> As opposed oh. to... Oh, that movie was good. My, that movie's better than you think. My favorite role she's ever been in 
John likes that movie, by the way. I do like that Lucy? movie. Yeah. yeah, it's such crap. But it uses that brain thing that you hate so much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but he you only use like every time I brain. hear that, I, I can sense your rage wherever you're at in the world. But he likes that movie because he wants. To it's look a lot Scarlett of Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Um, I love because it's like you use your entire brain every day. The whole ten percent thing is something stupid people yeah, say. I know. <laughs> I know, but yeah, you love that movie. Um, look what I, you did to my neck. Look what you I did. Also, I'm just saying. I also like her in. He's just not that into you, which yes. is a great movie. I like that she also plays the character of Ka in the Jungle Book. Oh wow, never gonna watch that. And of course, she um, played Black Widow in Marvel. Never heard of it. Mm. Okay. Anything? Any good? Have you seen it? Then we got. She's also in Arachnophobia. Bobby Cannavale, who plays Tony. She was also in Home Alone Three. He was in yeah. one of my all-time favorite movies, Ant Man. Oh okay. He's the stepdad. Um, he's also in Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, as the bad guy. Yeah. That's... He's doing a lot of things. He's good. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to the, uh... Podcast. Podcast from the other guys. Oh, yeah. So I pulled a Mossberg and I... That's even the odds! He was also in that movie, The Take, which kind of makes me want to see it. And, of course, we all remember his, um, magnum opus, Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> I saw that. I saw I that too. Not. It's not good. Have you ever seen it? No. Like, but, it had, but it had one of the best advertising campaigns ever. I know. Like everybody was like, "We can't wait to see this fucking movie. It's gonna well, be awesome." And it well, was fucking. Terrible. What it was is you would call this number and tell them kind of a Mad Libs thing about your friend, and then it would call your friend. I did it to Vic, mm -hmm. and Samuel Jackson calls your friend. Not really, but it's a recorded thing. He's like, "Hey, Vic." You need to go see snakes on a plane, motherfucker. And he just like goes all down. And he was like, and I called him, and he goes, "Hold on a second, Kurt Russell's on the line." <laughs> it was funny as shit. I I remember seeing it and remember thinking it's terrible. But Did he have that? Shirt I do on? like terrible movies, so I I might rewatch it if it shows up on Tubi. What's that? Snakes on a plane. Oh, I've never seen it. And then of course we've got Oliver Platt playing Ramsey, who we all love. Welcome in... back to the podcast from Lake Placid. Nope. And we all do love him in Ready to Rumble. Nope. <laughs> oh, Ready to Rumbles. <laughs> Executive decision. Nope. Uh, Benny and June. No. Wow. Who is this? Flatliners. No. Wow. I you know what movie I want you I to say? The, the, the greatest Three Musketeers version of all yes! time. Three Musketeers. <laughs> I got this. Saying much though. <laughs> This axe was a, I feel was a like gift to me from the Zarina of Sometimes Tokyo. going through their IMDb just makes me want to watch movies. Like, Benny and June is a movie that people don't talk about anymore, but it's so good. Is it the one with Johnny Depp? Cap yeah. Oh, okay. No, Johnny Depp and... Um, that's okay. What is I don't think I've seen it, Mary Stewart Masters. Oh, Benny and June? Yeah, it's good. I've never seen it. Oh, it's real good. I thought it was the Gilbert Grape one. No. You should see it. It's really good. Is it old? Yeah. It was 90s. Okay. It's 90s, yeah. You know the Proclaimers, the 500 Miles yeah. song? Yeah. That's it's from that oh, okay, okay. Which um, I listened to on the way home today. Weird. <laughs> Send a picture to your son. It's like, check it out. Um, then we have Dustin Hoffman, plays the character of Riva, who we all love, who I love. Like, how did you get Dustin Hoffman? Did and Mr. Magorium's Wonder Emporium. Really? These are the movies you're going with? Um, Outbreak, which I love that. I'm walking movie. here. Hook, of course. Hook. Dick Tracy, which someday I'll pick for the Will's podcast. favorite movie is Hook. Hook. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Dude. We need really? to talk. And then yeah. welcome back to the podcast from Dude. Stranger this, Than Fiction. Also, by the way, we need to get him to move down here. He called me today. You know how he calls me every day to tell me about shit that he watched? Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm telling this on the podcast. Well, <laughs> that motherfucker called me today to tell me about this movie that he watched last night because he couldn't find anything to watch. The Care Bears movie. Oh, <laughs> shit. Wait, the original? Yeah. That's no. a good fucking With the movie. the Care Bear Cousins? Yeah, that's yeah. a good fucking movie. Well, I'd watch that. Apparently, Gwen watched that when she was a little kid. I love... Uh, Actually, Elaine watched it and, Elaine and Gwen was in the room. <laughs> do you like Hook? Hook? I like yeah. Hook. I almost picked it for your birthday. Looky, looky, I got Hooky. 
You can't just pick movies because you think I'm gonna like them. You gotta pick yeah, movies for fun. Well, it is a movie that I like, oh. but I was it doesn't like, work out for I feel like I've heard her say that she doesn't like that. I'm no, like, it's this good. movie's about. But I just, I'm sorry, I came out. This is all your favorite things. I hated it. Let me tell you, Rufio. This movie has the. That's how old that fucking movie is. You're. That's creepy when you say that about a little kid like that. He wasn't little when I saw He the was movie. little when you they saw were it. The so same. was I. <laughs> okay, looked, oh, then we have um I got two more. Oh my god. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. who plays Marvin. Really? Robert Downey Jr. is in one fucking scene. Who we all back to the podcast from Doolittle. <laughs> the and Incredible Hulk. in this movie. Who we all know from Chaplin. Who we and all know back to school. From U.S. Marshals. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. And the greatest movie ever made, Air Less America. What about, Air America? What about, Jesus. What about Less Than Zero? <laughs> Necromancy on these movies. Or Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I don't like that Actually, movie. Actually, that's it's a showing black movie. That's pretty good. I might do that for like the podcast. That yeah. That's a Christmas movie. Yeah, I, I know. know. We okay. watched it. Because it takes place December 23rd um, or something. <laughs> and then the last thing, person I have to remember, uh, mention is Amy Sedaris. She plays Jen, the publicist. She was an elf. She's a welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, she's been a lot of stuff. No, dude, the cast list on this is hilarious. And I really love finding obscure movies in people's IMDb's. Remember our last episode was like an hour long? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was an hour long. <laughs> Why you have to? This is a good time though. Why you gotta be I was so thinking rude? That too. <laughs> this is gonna be gold. Do you know how hard Ben is gonna laugh when he hears Tony go, Air America? <laughs> well, he probably did it at the same time, so. That's because he And did. that's gonna make him laugh. Yeah. Uh, well, Ben would laugh really loud if he heard Tony say spaghetti. Say it again. We were making fun of how Giada says it. He got into it. In case you don't know, she's Italian. How did your grandmother say it? Spaghetti. She she called. Yeah. Now my great grandmother probably said it because she was literally (laughs) from. Well, if you pronounce it the way it's supposed to be pronounced, you're supposed to. But they also made their spaghetti. Spaghetti. Yeah. Every time there's a double consonant, you're supposed to like stop and start. But they also made all of their own noodles and shit with the. Which isn't really hard to do. But then when it broke, it was cool though because their their machine broke and they gave it to me because it didn't work as well and I would use it for play doh. (laughs) <laughs> and they got a new one they use for that you were making play-doh pasta yeah did you eat it no <laughs> <laughs> he says that like it's as big as like it looks like pasta audra had it's the green. coolest play-doh set it was called the mop top hair shop and <laughs> i remember that they I had these that. little pl- and you're supposed to bags. cut it and yep. Shit. yep that yeah. was awesome and you would put you'd put them on the little chair and it would twist yep. it and the hair would come out the holes yep. and then you could cut and style the hair that was cool as shit i kind of want to get her one now for christmas the mop top hair shop well now she knows but <laughs> Shit, well, sorry. She'll forget. That's true. Ken, forget. call me. We're going to work this out. I mean, Ken probably could find the mop top hair shop. Or Jeff. Jeff, you remember the mop top hair shop? Anyways, so this movie opens on a man cooking. It is our head chef, Carl Casper. He is. He does a lot of cooking and then doesn't eat. He's doing a lot of mise en place, a lot of prep work at a restaurant. And then Martin comes in and he's got a whole hog. And they butcher up and, the hog. And, and he's got a, a dead pig with Tony was like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not watching this. <laughs> We're one minute in. Tony's already like, nope. <laughs> you know, does it bother you to know where your bacon comes from? <laughs> no, it doesn't bother me to know. It bothers me to watch it. <laughs> it I'm, bothers you to watch someone carve up a pig. Yes. When I was a little boy. Interesting. Why? Um, no, you, like you want to hear movies. this. Hey, you want to hear yeah, this. Yeah, but it's not real. Elaine, shh. 
You're going to want to hear this. This is a true story. When I was a little boy, true story. I walked with my dad, who was a butcher. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, oh, go with your dad. It'd be fun. Did you go to the, the market? Butcher. Wait. <laughs> and someone had a pig, and the pig was alive. And my father just fucking killed it and then <laughs> cut it up. And I was sitting there watching. And I went back wow. and told my mom. She was not happy. I imagine so. so I'm what sure. did she think happened at the butcher So it's show. one of those moments that will stick with you. Because the first time you see is something slaughtered in front of you, like, holy shit. I can't but imagine also, it made a it nice sound. Also, it didn't bother me that much. I can't wow. either. I imagine it was horrifying. But <laughs> I remember thinking, like, holy shit. But I didn't say shit because I was really little. Yeah, yeah. I was like, holy poop. You stopped and said poop? I actually said poop. <laughs> And, and now just, my dad was like, oh, I got to cut my ass because you just saw that. I just can't re- think of why your mom would think you wouldn't see horrific things when you go to work with your dad at the butcher No, it wasn't shop. at work. This was at like a party. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a ding, 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 ding. Was it like a pig roast? <laughs> I mean, I would hope so. Kind of, I hate to think it was wasted. Your dad's just bored. No, we ate the pig. You didn't kill anything else on the way home. Did he? Right, things have happened. All right, so Martin comes in. That's my guy. lawyer advised me not to This guy cut him off. And... Um, and he asks, they butcher the pig, and then Carl says, what time is it? And Martin says it's 10, and he goes, oh, no, I got to pick up the kid. So uh, he says, is Tony going to be here? It's a big night tonight. And then he goes out in the parking lot and he sees Tony is sleeping in his car. And Tony got... Like Tony's do. Tony got really drunk and slept in the parking lot because he's got to be here. It's going to be a big day. Damn it, Tony. But uh, so then... (laughs) So Carl leaves knowing that the restaurant is in hungover hands. (laughs) And Carl goes and gets his son, Percy. And he tells Percy that they got to go to the farmer's market instead of going to the movies today. And then Percy asks if it's about, is it because he's being reviewed tonight? Mm-hmm. And Carl is like, what do you know about that? And he's like, well, Mom told me. She said you're really freaked out about it. And he's like, well, Mom doesn't know everything. And but he is. But, <laughs> but she happens to be well, right. I like how he's like, actually, Mom knows you pretty Mom well. Mom knows you pretty well. And then Carl's like, you know, she doesn't because she thinks that I should get a food truck. As if that's the most ridiculous thing ever. At the time, that was kind of ridiculous. But it he was, was the head chef of a major restaurant. It is foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's foreshadowing, Tony? It's uh, a little less than five shadowing, but more than three shadowing. <laughs> so that, that's like foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> they, Carl goes around shopping, and Percy keeps trying to talk to him, and they have kind of what I would describe as a disconnect. They talk about stuff, but Carl really is only half listening to what Percy is saying. Mm-hmm. And Percy is trying to get him to engage with him, but he's just not. He's got his own shit happening. And um, So you see, uh, Hollywood, this is what's called character development. Hmm. You should probably write this fucking down. Hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. And so they talk about stuff, and... Um, Percy, want, Percy makes him get some kettle corn, and then they see Andouille's sausage. So he says, I would like some kettle corn. He goes, you don't want kettle corn. Look at the fruit here. Look at the fresh fruit. You don't want any kettle corn. Cut to John Favreau grabbing a handful of kettle corn. Yeah. <laughs> see, that's important. And then they have Andouille's sausage. And then... He's like, do you like spicy per- food? I don't like spicy food. It's not that spicy. Come on. <laughs> and Percy says it's really good. That. And then Carl tells him that it's better in New Orleans. And then Percy says, well, can we go there? And he says, yes. And he's like, when? And Carl realizes that he just told his kid that he'd take him to New Orleans and tries to backtrack immediately. Well, not today because I got this review and you're still in school. So maybe like next month. 
<laughs> but if not then, then someday. And Percy's really thinking, like... Never. <laughs> yeah. You yes, guys want to go thinking, to New Orleans? Get some beignets? No? Uh, he's thinking <laughs> that his kid will eventually forget. But Percy does not forget. That Percy. So he takes Percy home and then and he the goes back thief. to work. In general, kids. You know, not just Percy. Yeah. You gotta be <laughs> careful what you say to kids. That you don't cause... see very often and you love tells that he'll take you to New Orleans. You don't forget. It just goes no. on the list of disappointments. But, <laughs> wow. but Carl is not a good specific. dad right now. Like the time he was supposed to go to Magic Mountain. <laughs> Carl is not a good dad. He's... My dad would have never promised to take me to New Orleans. <laughs> Neither would my dad. I was excited if my dad took me to the rec center pool. <laughs> I was afraid to go play with my dad after that one time. I was like, come, son, come yeah. with me. <laughs> no. We're going to the zoo. No! We see Carl back at work. And Molly, look at puppies? A zebra burger? He's working on his menu, talking to the, you know, and then Molly tells him that Riva is here. Now, Riva is the owner. And Riva comes in to talk to Carl. Riva, Phoenix. Uh, about, I guess it's Miss, I, that's got to be his last name. I don't know. They just bill him as Riva. It's not Mr. Riva, the Riva, the Rizza. <laughs> um, and um, the Jizza, old Riva comes in and he wants that? to talk to Carl about the menu. And Carl is super disrespectful to him. He's like, this is my kitchen, and you don't have a say. And Riva's like, well, I have some ideas. We could talk things out. And, and Carl point, is like, get it. I didn't get it. Like, at first. Yeah. I didn't understand. Riva owns the restaurant. Yeah, it's Riva's restaurant. <laughs> Riva owns it. You're not but, equal partners. Riva owns yeah. the restaurant. This is not your restaurant. And this is his restaurant. He's super disrespectful to him. I got you the him. French thing here. <laughs> and Riva tells him that he needs, that the artsy bullshit doesn't sell. That this <laughs> is the breaks. menu. This is the menu that people come in to cook. And this is a great menu. This is the menu that puts asses in the seats, and you should do this menu. You shouldn't make up some menu. This reviewer is coming to see what you're cooking at this restaurant, and this is what you're cooking. Mm -hmm. And Carl folds like a cheap chair at a church picnic, and he goes On a Tuesday out. with a westerly wind, and the moon is an old gibbous. But, I mean... Riva's the boss. Yes. And he says, this is the menu we're serving. This is what we know. But this is what... We're not going to cause a whole hoopla. <laughs> I mean... He's right. And we're not going to get a review based on food that we don't sell. Yeah. <laughs> well, but yeah, you're going to make gotta, the, you know, the, the Hootawakawiki. Come, come have the Hootawakawiki because you made it. Like, we don't have that on But Riva isn't rude to him. He's, he's very calm and he's nice about it in this scene. Like, Carl was super disrespectful to his fucking boss... Yes. But at this, but in the end, Carl does what River wants because River stays classy. Um, just but so then he goes out and he tells because the, there's two things you don't mess with. That's the Jizza and the River. He goes out and he tells the rest of the staff that they're going to go with the favorites, and he runs down their menu. So then we and see everybody looks so upset about it, like they just well, I lost. I think they were excited to make something new. Do most of the people really don't give a shit? Because they did say the menu hasn't changed in five years, and usually restaurants do update. Even if it's just one dish at a, a time, couple of, a couple, there yeah. are regular changes to menus. <laughs> like the Tupelo Honey Cafe, they got a new sh head chef and they changed the menu and then it got gross. Uh, I didn't like it before then. Tony didn't like it either. I've never been there. I hate that place. <laughs> I like it. 
liked it, and then they changed the menu, and then I and then I was like, ew, I'm never eating here no again. No place is always good. Los Palmas, the arroz con pollo. Mmm. Give me facts. <laughs> except Anyways, for, except for when Jose tries to get you drunk. God damn. It <laughs> almost will put you off tequila, people. Jose, he's the dangerous man. <laughs> it's like the light dims just for him. <laughs> yes. But he's always really happy. <laughs> this warm Jenga. Um. So then. He goes out and tells the staff they're going to go with the favorites. And then we see they're at the bar. The review is up. They're drinking tequila. And it is not good. <laughs> it basically says that Carl was a once great chef and that he's become old and tired and fat. I made you short. <laughs> and, and Tony and I talked about this in the car. Because he got a bad review. Mm-hmm. And I guess he's... Got two stars. He's had good reviews in the past, so he's disappointed. And if he had cooked the menu he wanted to cook, then he probably would have gotten better. But uh, Tony's like, but the review wasn't really a lot about the food. It was it was about him as a chef. Yeah, I mean, yeah the review was more personal, and it was it didn't necessarily say that the food was bad. It just disappointing. Just not invented. Yeah, I knew this chef. I thought the chef was great. And I was underwhelmed. That's what the review it's was. Great. It's but not it was creative. Me. But then it started getting personal. And you're like, look, man. Yeah, there would have, there would have been a little bit more about the food in an actual yeah. foodie review. But this is a movie, so. But um, he's very upset and disappointed. But at the same time, he's not as upset as he could have been. <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, this yes. is a shitty review. <laughs> but... Molly tries to calm him down with some weed and compliments. <laughs> some sex. And he, no, yeah. not some sex. Yeah. He says, why don't you let me cook for you? And she says, okay. And then they fuck. She only fucked him for the food. <laughs> She's just not that into him. She only like, like, do you see her face when he's making that fucking <laughs> pasta? He wants her pussy. She wants Whoa. his pasta. Tony she goes, wants his beefy tortellini. Tony goes, can you the, imagine just watching somebody cook this? How long did it take? And she's watching him like she's getting wetter and wetter yes, the whole time. She is. That's what her and then she eats it and her eyes roll back in her head like she just fucking like Orgasmic. she she is riveted yeah. by yes. watching him cook. She's which, a good actress. Which this is my this is Have the you thing. seen Lucy? Come on. She doesn't like she's only with him because he's the chef. The chef. She's not, a good chef. And he's a good chef. And he cooks great food. He's got this tattoos is, on his knuckles that says El Jefe. This is someone like... Which does not mean the chef. No. This girl is attracted to chefs and food and is interested in food. And this is what... She's not with him because he's attractive. She's with him because he cooks great. <laughs> well, Which makes perfect sense why she would be with him. Well, according to his wife in um, The Best... No, no The Best Man? I love you, man. I love you, man. He has a Jew fro and a small dick. (laughs) Yeah, but he cooks good pasta. (laughs) And that's all that. That's what uh, Jamie Presley said about him. But Aren't you worried about him cheating on you? Oh, please. He's got a Jew fro and a small dick. I'm fine. (laughs) You should watch that movie. I love you, man. It's good. It's all right. Oh, it's good. I do like Rush. Well, no one loves Rush more than Jason Segel's character. But But I do like Rush. The music? Yes. Or the... The band. Limbaugh. 
Or George, or George Nobody Rush. Nobody really likes Rush Limbaugh no. under the age of 54. What no. about George Rush St. Pierre? Is that his name? Yeah. I'd buy it with my money. Buy it with your money. I follow him on Instagram. Evidently, he's a bunch of, bit of a man whore. I'm like, he's single and ungodly. I mean, he's got a whole shitload of money and he's yeah, George St. Pierre. He does a mm-hmm. lot of weird stuff. He gets more chicks too. than Colonel Sanders. Mm, more bucks sure, than he gets race. a bunch of More ass than an astronaut. Anyways, <laughs> so Carl goes to pick up Percy, mm-hmm. and Inez wants to talk to him. I want you to get that food truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was good, right? <laughs> she wants. That's how she sucks. She wants to know how he's doing. She's kind of concerned. She knows the review was bad. It wasn't very good, and she kind of tells him he's being a shitty dad. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. right. He is. And um, so he. You know, but he's like, I'm fine. Everything will be fine. This will blow over. It'll be all right. And I'll try to be a better dad. Mm-hmm. Although he doesn't. So then he takes Percy to an amusement park in the movies and doesn't talk to him or give him any real attention at all. <laughs> because, again, he's a shitty dad. And he thinks that, like, obviously. Like, there's a scene where they're on a roller coaster and he's on his phone. <laughs> there's obviously. Like there was a divorce and he doesn't know how to connect with his son anymore. And he thinks that the best thing to do is just make sure that they go and do fun things all, all the time when Percy just wants to be with his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants quality time so, between the two of them. He wants them to have he what, they care call what they're doing. Shared moments. He'd be fine sitting on the couch at home just yeah. interacting. <laughs> well. So then we see Carl going to work, and he goes, he's going to work on the menu. He's going to make some changes because he, this review was not good, but this has rekindled his love for food. So he cooks all night, and Martin comes in. He's the line cook. He's coming to start the prep for the day, and he's like, have you been here all night? You should go home. And then he tries the food, and he's like, man, this is great. Fuck Twitter. And Carl's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, oh, nothing, man. And then Bob- <laughs> And then Tony comes in, and Martin calls him an amused douche, yeah. which <laughs> makes me laugh so hard. That was good. And uh, and Tony Why tries the funny? food, and because an amused douche is an appetizer, but it an is? amused douche wow. is like funny cooking language. So it's like a, and so I get it's like it. a foodie joke. Mm-hmm. And I get the joke, so it's funny. You have to explain the joke. Everybody knows this. This is common knowledge. Well... It makes it three times as funny. Everybody knows this. It do be facts. No, them do be facts. It's not them do be facts. It's just it do be facts. Not anymore. You don't get to change young people's slang. My because name's Rufus, you... and that's the Trufus. You know why you don't get to change young people's slang? Because you're old. And your name's Rufus. <laughs> but I could be 19. And I said, Rufus? <laughs> oh, no, you talk about you can't talk about Raquel anymore. He's I in jail know. for like thirty years. I know, and he deserves it. <laughs> Evidently, you shouldn't be doing weird things to minors. You think? Maybe Ezra Miller can give him uh, cigarettes or something. Oh God, not even get started. I heard that. they're going to put the Flash out on like HBO Max now. They like, said that word like, uh, yeah, HBO Max it is. That's cool. Well, they were saying that they couldn't, that they put so much money into it that they had to release it. They but, can't not do it, but yeah. like HBO Max it is because they're afraid it's just no one's going to go see it. Or that people will picket it or, can't, you know, all that shit. I'll watch it. It's going to have fucking Michael Keaton as Batman in it. Yeah. You're going to have to do a lot to make me not see it. 
Well, Ezra Miller seems to be doing his best. <laughs> He's trying. He's trying. <laughs> He's though. trying fucking He's hard. He's just one man, though. The, the only thing that they could do now... Maybe he, like, watch kidnapped somebody. Oh. If, they could, if they put Amber Heard in it, like, He's all right, fucking, fuck it. You got me, fuckers. <laughs> that cancels out the key. kidnapped somebody, yeah, that, apparently. You know, I don't know, man. Right, that's my... I can't do both. Anyways. I can do Amber Heard or Ezra Miller. I can't do both. Can't do <laughs> so it. Tony is like, oh, my it. God. This food is fantastic. Fuck Twitter. And Carl, again, wants to know what the hell is on Twitter. Well, what about the Snyder Cut? That has both of them in it. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> and uh, they ignore him. You just don't watch those hours. Right. <laughs> and they kind of tell him that... Uh, Whenever Amber Heard's on, I walk away. <laughs> Carl's like, I'm not on Twitter once on Twitter. And, they're, and then Tony's like, what, you don't like pussy? And he's like, is Twitter for pussy? And apparently that's how Tony's getting pussy. I don't know. I don't know how that works because I don't. I don't. I thought that I was what Twitter was for. Tony. No, Twitter's trash. I really was hoping Elon Musk would destroy it because it's hot trash. Dude, so there's this whole thing about Elon Musk, and I don't think we should talk about it. But anyway, so there's a thing about. This going to be the longest episode. You know Never mind. Just, and now I really want to know. Just do your tangent. It's fine. Nah, it's all right. Gotta use a tangent tease. Uh, he was. All right, so... Nobody likes a tangent team. <laughs> Short version is that Elon Musk wanted to unload some Tesla stock, but no, he couldn't unless he was going to make a big purchase. So he feigned interest in Twitter, knowing that if he digs deep enough, he'll find some shady shit that Twitter's doing, that he could say, this is the reason I'm not buying it, and he could take his money back out, and now he has his money out of, of um, Tesla, and he doesn't actually have to put it back his name is coming because he went to buy twitter and he was like i would really like to buy twitter because it's very successful and they're like cool as i'm since i'm buying twitter i would like to look at your books a little bit and they do okay. the due diligence and be like oh. and then he's like wait a minute why is 30 percent of twitter bots and not real people well when they told then him i don't want to buy this five percent and then he found that it is significantly higher and he's like oh yeah we're done yeah i'm not buying your fake platform he should have bought it and destroyed all the bots yeah but then everybody no but then it's, but it's not worth what they were claiming because yeah. of the bots interesting so the, the conspiracy theory is that he did this whole thing just so he can get money out of tesla and no one would notice yeah because he's hurting like, for money it's yeah. like it's elon musk man it's, he, he doesn't give a shit fucking space yeah. yes but here's the problem he doesn't actually have money he has assets <laughs> lots of them and that's the thing that people don't understand about rich billionaires they don't have cash. Yeah. They don't have a bunch of money in a bank. They have assets. And if their assets depreciate in value, they got squat. Like if you bought Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. here we go with that. I saw a thing about Bitcoin. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, it was it's one not of, real. It was one of my Facebook memories where it was, it was a Bitcoin oh, I thing. Saw that. And it was like 30 something thousand dollars. I was like, let me look, see what it's at now. It was like 18. I'm like, mm. good deal. I saw that. <laughs> Like wow, Anyways. you lost ten. You lost thirty percent in a year. So Good job. what Tony, a kick in the dick. Tony and Martin tell Carl that Rivet is not going to let him serve this kind of food. It's great food, but he's not going to let him serve it because he wants what's called customers. So then mm-hmm. we see Carl with Percy again, and he makes Percy a fucking grilled cheese. Yes, and it's like the Mac Daddy grilled fancy cheese, like six grilled. kinds of grilled cheese. It's the fanciest grilled cheese I've seen in a movie since I saw what's his name make one for Anne Hathaway in The Devil Wears Prada. It's Adrian Grenier, also a fancy grilled cheese. And in the post, he put Gruyere on there. The post credit scene is um, Roy Choi making this grilled cheese. Yeah. 
which is awesome. I was going to make it my favorite scene just because it's where I started making grilled cheese. <laughs> I didn't stay all the way to the end of the credits. Oh, you didn't, you didn't see, see that? it? It's pretty cool. So it's, no. it's Roy Choi, like, talking about how a chef would make grilled uh -huh. cheese. Now you're, like, you're focused on the grilled cheese. It's the only thing else going on. And then you do this, and this is like, wow, he's really into this. Like, now you make grilled cheese? Mm -hmm. Opposite of that. <laughs> so, like, he's totally into it. <laughs> I'm not opposed to the way I make grilled cheese, though. But, hey, do you have 15 different kinds of cheese? No. But one time I had a grilled cheese sandwich at the Tupelo Honey um, Cafe that it was had gross. bacon jam on it, and it was really delicious. And then they changed I'm sorry, did you say bacon jam? I've mm -hmm. gone to the Grilled Cheese Bistro a couple times. They have fancy grilled cheese. I'm sorry, that's the thing? One time my friend masturbated yeah, it's on in a downtown plane. Norfolk. True story. <laughs> on Grammy Street. It's in Norfolk. We don't go to Norfolk. <laughs> so the plane was crashing, yeah, right? Yeah. The whole place is just what? fancy grilled Jeez, cheese sandwich. Right, man. <laughs> Things you talk about on the podcast. We we don't go to Norfolk. It's that dark, shadowy place over there. <laughs> Isn't that what Tony? We stay Simba. where the light touches. Yes, that's where Tony Simba. and I live. <laughs> Better rule in hell. All right. So Carl asked Percy about Twitter, and Percy, who is very tech savvy because of course he's ten, yeah, mm -hmm. um, shows him how to use it. He makes he makes Carl an account. What do you want it name to be? I don't know, Carl. We can't just be Carl. Yeah. <laughs> Carl Casper. There's already a Carl Casper. Someone stole my name. <laughs> like, this dude is not on any social media. No. Like, how about Chef Carl Casper? Oh, that's good. But so, Percy makes him an account, and then Percy says, oh, crap. Or, oh, shit. And then he's you like, can't you can't say, say that. that. Even though mom's not here, you can't talk like that. And then he's like, what? What? And he goes, that review went viral. Like, all these viral? All these people have retweeted it. All these people have read it and tweeted it and sent it out, and it's... it's what does he say? Oh, shit. Thank oh, you. It's funny. <laughs> and then... He actually says shit. Which it's is funny because they do that in Iron Man. Or in Endgame. Then goes, shit. Can't say that. Then he's got to cover his ass. <laughs> Endgame. And then Never Percy... Heard, a good movie? It's all right. <laughs> Percy tells him I that he that likes theater. it <laughs> when they hang out like this and learn things from each other. It's fun. And then Carl's confused because he's like, we, we do fun things all the time. You don't go into the movies and stuff. And Percy's like, yeah, but I, that's not as fun as this. This is fun. It's like when we were at home together as a family. And then Carl feels bad and he's like, well, I, you, know, you know that the divorce was not about you. And Percy's like, yeah, but why can't you come home? <laughs> as any divorced, young divorced kid would do mm -hmm. and he says you know me and your mom we just we're good friends we just can't live in the same house and be married it's just the way it is and they have a nice talk and then percy shows him how to tweet so carl only vaguely understands this because apparently he can cook but he can't tweet mm -hmm. he stays up all night Most things are mutually exclusive he stays up all night reading people retweets about this article and other articles based on this review and he gets very upset and he finally sends out this tweet to Ramsey. That he thinks is a private message. No, no, no. <laughs> and you this is the know, tweet. Oh, we're going to get a whole we're going to get a quote. That's a quote. You wouldn't know a good meal if it sat on your face. Hello. Snap. All right. And then he said, boom, goes the dynamite. And he thought he was sending a private message because he was replying to Ramsey, but that's not what happened. So then Percy gets up and Percy checks Carl's Twitter account and says, oh my God, you have a thousand new followers in less than six hours or however long it was mm -hmm. since last night. And he's like, is that good? And he's like, that's amazing. 
what happened? Did you post anything on your account? And he's like, no, I sent a private message. And he's like, you did what now? And he tells him what happened. He's like, that was to everyone. That was not a private message. You can't send a private message unless they follow you as well. It's like, oh, really? <laughs> no DMs. No DMs. And then... Hey, ladies, this is important. Hold on. Don't send unsolicited boob pics and DMs. <laughs> it's rude. It's, just, it's, it's rude. And I told Carly that I kind of did this once. You t- t- no, 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 no. On my, on my Not space. unsolicited pics. No, 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 no. Not that. <laughs> I said the wrong thing the wrong way and it you, went out. You, Instead of private, yeah, I, I, I was supposed to hang out with my friend this one night, and I ended up going to this party in 2005. Yeah, this is a long time ago. <laughs> it was MySpace. So yeah, it was on MySpace. You ended up hanging out with somebody not in your top eight, right? And Elaine was always number one. So I ended up like hanging out with this girl and got her number, or whatever. And then so he t- he went on there. I was talking to him later because we were both on, and he was like, "So what happened? What'd you do?" And I was like, "I went to this party, but I ended up I met this chick, and she, and I knew her a long time ago, but we met it, and she's really cool, and this happened, and that happened." And he goes, that's cool, man. By the way, you sent that to everyone. You did that wrong. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Because it was like the third thing I ever sent on MySpace. And I was like, oh, fuck. Luckily, I wasn't friends with her on there. But everyone else heard about it. <laughs> well, so Percy says, he answered you back. And he's like, what did he say? And Percy's like, I, I should, I not, read should not read this. <laughs> and Carl's like, read it. And he's like, no, dad. And he's like, read it. So then Percy reads it, and he's right. He should not no, say these words. he should not. But the return tweet is, I would rather have you sit on my face after a brisk walk on a warm day than suffer through that fucking lava cake again. Ooh, snap. <laughs> it's molten! Well, <laughs> you asshole! He'd rather have Carl's molten balls teabagging him <laughs> than eat that fucking lava cake again. It's chocolate sweaty balls. So Hey everybody, if you see my balls are big, Carl, salty brown. Carl was doing fine till he got on Twitter. Now Carl can't handle it. You ever need a quick pick can't. me up? Because Just put my balls in your mouth. Has also gone it's viral. A great song. <laughs> yes. And now everybody has something to say about it, and it's driving him crazy. So he goes he's at the restaurant and he's like, I know. I'll, Thanks, I'll like just that. make a new menu and I'll invite him here. It'll be a good thing. <laughs> yeah. And Martin and Tony are like, do not do that. And he's like, no, I'll just type it and then you guys can read it. And then if you're okay, I'll hit send. And they're like, don't do it. And he types it and then he's like, oops, and he sends it. <laughs> but he, he tweets to Ramsey asking him to come back. He's going to have a whole new menu tonight just for him. Asshole. Yeah, that's a, and then, that was a bad part. They were like, you can't call him an asshole. Yeah, I did. It's like... "Mm." So he goes to leave to get to the farmer's market. He stops because he's supposed to be with Percy this day. And he likes go And he tells Percy that they can't hang out. Percy is, of course, pissed. And Inez tells Carl that her publicist can help him. Just give the dog. Help him manage this stuff. And he's like, I'm fine. I've got everything under control. I'm going to cook this great menu. My life will be great. Everything's fine. So he goes to the restaurant. He's like, no. He gets ready to do an all-new menu. It's going to be the special tasting menu. With sweetbreads. There's, we got all these reservations now because all these people want to see this play out. And then <laughs> Riva gets there because this is his restaurant. And they have a full fucking house. And Riva says, you're not doing this menu you're going to do the menu that we always do. And he's and Carl's like, these people are all here because I said I was going to do this special menu for this reviewer. Carl's and right. And he says... He River says, was right before, he's right now. River says, I don't care. 
That's one dude. We have more people in this restaurant than we've ever had. You need to cook the food that fucking sells. The thing here is, if Carl had gone to Riva and discussed it before he sent out that tweet, and it's well, today. <laughs> Riva does say, before you tweet anything else, you're going to have to pass it by me. But they get into a big fight, and Carl says, no, I have to cook this food. And Riva says, you work for me. I pay for everything. Every single person that works, that Play is here, salary. works for me. You work for me. You have to do what I say. I this is my restaurant. It's yeah. not Carl's restaurant. It's my restaurant. And I want you to do this menu. And if you don't want to do this menu, then Tony can do the menu. He does it half the time anyway. Oh, shit. Because he's like, uh, he's like, it's my food. He's like, actually, it's my food. Yeah. <laughs> actually. <laughs> and he's like, let's get real. So. For real, real. For real, real? For so real, Carl real. quits. And he says, come on, Tony. And he Tony was the just the whole kitchen is gonna do a walk. Yeah, he thinks they're all gonna walk out, and Riva's gonna have to do his nah. menu. That almost but never Tony, happens. But Tony sees that he's about to be head chef. About to be head chef. Yeah. And we don't know about Tony's life. All we've seen him is drunk a lot and sleeping in his car. He might need this job. It's a common theme with Tony's. <laughs> and he doesn't leave. He gets promoted to uh, chef de cuisine. And, and then Martin is going to leave with him, though. Martin grabs. Martin's like, "Fuck this joint, I'm out." And Carl says, "No, you got, you got to." He says, "No, stay and stay and help Tony." So Carl cares about his friend Tony because he's leaving, but he, he can't leave his friend Tony he without does care without some. He help. also doesn't want Martin to just quit his job. Yeah, he wants his friends so, to have jobs. <laughs> so you know what? Good, so, on, good on uh, Chef Carl. Uh, Carl's not a bad yeah. guy. If they're he's not all going to walk out and that's not going to work for him, then they all need to stay. Yes, <laughs> but he quits. All right. And Tony gets promoted, and Riva says, cook this menu. The same fucking menu. So then we see Carl goes home, and Carl starts to cook. And Carl is cooking the menu that he would have made. And it makes you think that he's going to bring it. it's first. (laughs) It feels like he's going to bring all, because he cooks all this food. Like, he's going to bring it and be like, here, bitch. But no, he doesn't. And I actually... was going to happen. (laughs) I actually missed the first... not the last time Tweet. I watched it with John, but the so, first time the first time I watched it with John, I had already seen it. And I had because I think I've seen it like five or six times at this point. And I misremembered it and I thought he did throw a plate of food on the table when he comes into the restaurant, but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. So this is remember the scene in Footloose where Kevin Bacon gets mad and he goes dancing? Mm-hmm. This is his version of yes. that. So he Carl, goes and he's in the kitchen and he's just cooking instead of dancing. It's well, like so you get mad and cook. Carl is cooking, and we, we see it interspersed with Tony and the restaurant and it going down in flames. And Ramsey is tweeting about Carl not being there and about the food, and keeps taking pictures, and he's so confused about where is Carl. And the game over, Carl didn't show like, up. Yep. So then Carl so calls then, Molly. So Where's Carl he at? is also yeah. watching this on Twitter and gets pissed. So he calls Molly to make sure that he's still at the restaurant. What course is he on? He's just started the dessert. He says, keep that motherfucker there. (laughs) She's like, wait, what? (laughs) And he comes in. Like he gets street. Yeah. He comes in. Which makes it look like he's going to whoop his ass. And he has a mental fucking breakdown. Yes, he does. For everyone But there's no food. I really thought there was no food. (laughs) I love this line, too. 
I'm not coin. I'm not needy. You're not getting to me. I'm not needy. You're He's not, not getting to me. Yes, he is. <laughs> of course, everyone's standing there with the camera yelling. And he's like, he has I a think complete he is. mental breakdown, and everybody records he it. He starts grabbing people's course... molten lava cake and throwing it at him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's uh, molten. Of course, asshole. It goes. Your viral. words hurt, man. Of course, and he's pretty much ruined I'm his sorry, career. It goes viral. Mm. Sorry, I had a yawn. Am I boring We've you? been recording for three hours and I'm getting <laughs> sleepy. Well, you've been talking the whole time. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> and then, um, so he pretty much ruins himself. Nobody yes. will hire him. So he then goes and he talks to Inez's publicist. And he finds out he wants to get the footage taken down. He's like, if I can just get it taken down, I'll be fine. And she's like, that's And she's like, gonna, there's no. no way this is going to happen. But I'll tell you what. I can get you Hell's Kitchen. And he's like, what now? She's like, the reality show. I can get you on Hell's Kitchen. And, and he's, he's like, like, I'm a real chef. And I'm like, wow, all the chefs on Hell's Kitchen are pissed right now. <laughs> and he's like, well, generally those chefs go on those cooking shows so that they can get exposure. And if he's already famous, then he wouldn't necessarily need exposure. Mm. He should but, get his own cooking show like, um, but, what's his name, Gordon Ramsay. Well, he's From Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> but doesn't he have like a cooking show where he cooks yeah he's got lots of them he's got like 17 of them I, I watched his master class mm -hmm. that was fun because mm -hmm. <laughs> he's like you want to make a, a good omelet I'm like yeah sure alright we'll get these seven ingredients no one has in their kitchen like get this this dove's egg and this <laughs> elephant milk and you mix it together like what are you talking about? who has this in their kitchen that's why I was I making like, a fucking omelet that's why I don't like those cooking shows yeah like I watched Vincenzo's plate know what he makes Real food. Like, hey, do you have eggs, milk, water? <laughs> Done. What do you make with eggs, milk, and water? Cake. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> There's three ingredients. Cake. Three ingredients. And some sugar. It's very runny cake. <laughs> it's molten. <laughs> it's molten. It's a chocolate ganache that you freeze into a cylinder. Oh, oh, God. But funny. Vincenzo makes food that you'll actually eat. Is that like, a YouTube guy? Like Cappy yeah. Pepe? Gotcha. You watched that one guy. What's his name? What is that? John likes to watch this old guy too. Oh, no, that's, uh, oh, yeah. I forget. Pasquale. Tim Brown? I like no. this. So there's an old Italian guy who cooks in his kitchen, and he makes, like, authentic Italian food. But he's, like, everybody's grandfather. Well, probably not everybody. Like, my grandfather. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's just that kind of guy. He's a nice little Italian man who cooks. And, yeah. Then he's got to have his little wine. <laughs> Everything's got to have a little wine. And it's food that you'll actually cook. Like, Elaine watched these shows where it's like, there's now a raspberry ganache. We're going to put on the, the cow's lips. <laughs> it's like, who's eating this shit? Yeah. <laughs> no one eats that shit. Yeah. She wants to, I want to go to this five-star restaurant. No one eats that food. It's disgusting. No people eat pizza. Yeah. It's not disgusting. <laughs> no one likes that shit. If it was people really good, it would like be on every shit. corner. You know what's in every corner? Fucking pizza. Pizza isn't always good, though. No, it's not. Some pizza is gross. Some pizza is gross. That's a fact. Like the entire California pizza kitchen can all suck my ass. That's Ew. true. I've, I have not eaten there and liked it. <laughs> not his ass. The pizza pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather crawl Casper had a hike and set up his face. <laughs> I like that distinction. That job. <laughs> Thank you. Just, just saying. Thanks for the distinction. Um, Inez's publicist Man, tells him you writing this down? <laughs> that he only has two choices. He can lean into it and make some money off of it. Or like, he I'm can... not honey boo-boo. Do you know how much money she and her mother makes? 
And he's like, I don't care. Good for him, because the first thing he said was not how much, was I don't care. He's No, because she said, I thought you needed money. And he said, I need a job. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know. Sir. Mm. So then uh, she tells him that he needs that it'll eventually blow over. And he's like, I thought you said this shit never goes away. He goes, well, she says, no, well, it doesn't. But people get bored really easy. So eventually, just another job. scandal will come along. Yeah. But you need to strike while it's hot. Mm-hmm. And then she says, Gorlami. No, that, so one, then, that was a different movie. Carl tells Inez that he just can't take Percy for a while. Because until he finds a new job, he's got to go on all these interviews. And it's just too much. He cannot handle having his kid. What? You motherfucker? And like, no, you have nothing but time for your Yeah, kid. you're not doing anything. <laughs> and that they can't go to New Orleans either. And Percy says that he understands. But he does not understand. And he's fucking crushed. So then Carl goes to the bar and meets with Martin. Martin. And Martin asks him how it's going, and Carl says, oh, I got all these interviews lined up. I got, I'm a hot commodity right now. People are into it. And Martin's like, well, just tell me when you get settled, because I'm going to leave in a hot minute to be with you. I, I'm your man. I'm your line cook, and I'm going to follow you anywhere. And Carl's like, you know, I'm happy for you. And then Tony comes in. And he tells Tony that he's happy for him and drinks to Tony being chef to cuisine. It's a big deal. They don't spell it out, but if you pay attention early in the beginning, you kind of get the feeling that he's he doesn't enjoy. Scarlett Johansson, whatever her name well, is. Well, Molly keeps telling him he's not happy. <laughs> yeah. And Inez said, you, you're, yeah. you don't seem happy. He's Kinda not got happy. stuck in this job. You're that's in a rut. Important. You're miserable. Yeah, and this which, is probably good for you to get out of there. Which, when he opened the restaurant, and he was probably very excited to be there and be in this restaurant, and they had, but then things, he just stagnated. Yeah. And if he's never happens. allowed to change the menu. Yeah. Then and you're going to get bored. Anybody can just, come in and, and cook the shit we've been see, cooking for years. It's hard to just walk away from your career job. at the You know, sometimes you got to get fired to shake things up. Well, it works out. We see, too, she like, to get fired? There was a, he had an agreement with Riva when he opened the restaurant that this was going to be his kitchen and he could do it his <laughs> way. And it probably was that <laughs> way in the beginning, but then they got popular and then the menu got settled and then Riva started saying, no, we shouldn't change it. We're popular. No, we shouldn't change it. We're popular. And he had to keep backing down. Because he doesn't own Sorry, I'm kicking you. And then, but then he talks to Molly and he tells her that everything's a lie, that he doesn't have anything lined up. And she's like, well, you know, we've had a fun, she's like, well, you're miserable. And it's time for you to just move on. And she's like. So she dumps him. She dumps him. And she's like, we had a blast, but now it's time for you to go. And he's like, say what now? And she knows he won't leave her and he'll just kind of glob onto her. And and she's not that interested in him. He's not. Chef de Cuisine. Yeah, he's not the head chef. She's anymore. now banging Tony. She might be. We don't really know very much about her. But and she's like, and you need to spend some time with your son. She tells him straight up, you have time for your son. Get to know him. This is a good opportunity for you. Because yeah. <laughs> you're kind of a D-bag. It's good to know your son. You're a miserable D-bag who needs <laughs> to go find happiness elsewhere. Yeah. With happiness your is so hard to she's, find. She's not wrong, but she just this goes to show you that she just was not that into him. <laughs> Maybe she thinks this is good for him. Yeah. This hurts her because she really cares for him. She's a good person. But she knows she he cannot grow unless she, he has to go. Um, if you love something, let it let it go. So he goes. If it to comes see, it's yours. Yeah, yeah. He goes to see Percy, but Boy, he comes over without calling first, and Percy doesn't want to see him. 
Percy is asleep. Tell him I said I'm asleep. He says you're asleep. That means he's not asleep. <laughs> and Inez is like, Inez has got a plan though. She's like, just come, come talk to me real quick. Just come talk to me. And he's Why like, you do the what? Drunk? No. And she said, she tells Carl that she's going to Miami for work and that she's bringing Percy. What does she do? She's a party planner. Do we know this? Is that what she is does? Is that what she does? She, she says really to said. him, okay, <laughs> when she, she talks. famous actress. Like, no, when she talks to him in an earlier scene about the food truck, she says, he's like, is this about the food truck again? And she's like, it would be great. You would be happy cooking the food that you like, and I would book you for all of my parties. Which uh, mean, doesn't mean that she's an event planner. Which, she could just be a famous person who has a lot of parties. But she's not just a famous like person. Something. She's working. She goes to Miami yes. for work. So I, and she's I was confused because so, I was like, wait a minute, so she's going to Miami? For Miami, work. Miami, Miami. <laughs> but I was Sorry. like, if she No Will Smith. We no Will Smith. We hate Will Smith. Fuck Will Smith. A famous actress, then she couldn't just walk around Miami and go into that restaurant. People would oh, be following her, so is she Will can't Smith be a famous flash? actress. Will Smith is in the flash. No. I'm out. Nah, he wouldn't be. Uh, Suicide Squad. I'll slap a Will Smith. Damn. I'll slap a Will Smith. That's, that's, Anyways. that's a lot. Anyway. She's, she's a party planner. I believe you and it makes sense. <laughs> they don't really talk about she what might her be job a party is. Team Chris stars, Rock. Yes. she got the money. She's a very. She's got the divorce money. She's Two rich, divorces. but she's working, and she's she's like a high. She's a very high end party planner. Yeah, yeah. She's married to Stark, so she's got a couple bucks. <laughs> she got that Stark money. Yeah. <laughs> There's a really funny thing with Marvin and Martin in this. These are some very old man names that they're giving to these dudes. Not that I have a problem with Marvin, because that's my grandpa's name. Well, he's an old dude, though. He's definitely an old dude name. <laughs> and it's the Martian. Hmm. Brought that up as a possible name but, for Cross. It was instantly vetoed, because John is Marvin? mean. Yeah. <laughs> but Marv she, Scamardella? Marv. But when she pulled really him aside, and Percy didn't want to talk to him... I thought maybe he had gone to school and, like, gotten bullied about it. Like, people were like, I saw your dad on Twitter and giving him shit about it. I thought They might have. I thought that there was another layer See, to this. Elaine's <laughs> digging again. Now, there might have been, but I think it's just that his dad I really like fucking how her said, brain sees my life is really hard and I can't <laughs> deal with you right now, which is what he did. She wants to fill the holes. She's a book reader. This mm -hmm. isn't enough for her. She needs so more. She like, fills it up herself. For us, it's A, B, C. She's like, no, 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 no. There's some stuff between A and B because, you know, I'm, I need a lot more than this story that she gets. There's one A and two A and yeah. three A and four A. Carly does A. it. Carly does it. And Elaine has, has his entire life planned out. What, all we know is that she has money. <laughs> and she, she, she said the word party. boots in the background. I know what that means. She's already built it all up. This week I bought books I already owned because the author got the rights back from the publisher and re-edited them. Oh. You did what? <laughs> I already owned them, but I had to buy the new versions just to see. <laughs> That's the kind of person I am. I would, I would make fun, but I, I'm probably going to buy Gone Girl again because a new edition of it came out with, with deleted scenes <laughs> in the book. She added some things and she yeah. re -edited. Well, didn't my favorite author just have something new published? Who's your favorite author? Tony. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> You know, a while ago, I got some, I know two that? things coming. <laughs> What's wrong with me? That I got the one that came out. I really yeah, first said, I was like, since then? who does John like to read? Uh, oh, Tony. Two things coming, but it hasn't come out yet. All right, I got to, I gotta, you know. <laughs> Friends, anyway, put it on receive. Tony out. Logan. He's, he, he's a damn good writer. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I read so, your story. Did you really? Yeah, and I was going to read but, the other ones, and I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> So you're saying in that book, in that book, as far as you know, I'm the best author in it. <laughs> it's the best story I've read in the whole book. 
the best you. story you've read in years. Yeah. Well, actually, I read stories all the time, but let's not talk about that. Um, <laughs> he does it in between jazz songs. Are they Maxim articles? No, Maxim not stories. I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Proceed. You may proceed. Statements. Yeah. What I mean. What happened? <laughs> definitely a story. Okay. Yeah, definitely fiction. So sometimes Inez wants Carl to come with them to Miami because the nannies can't get on the plane. Which means she's hired illegal. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I know what they call them now. Undocumented citizens. Yeah. She wanted yeah. him to come to Miami. No. <laughs> they can't get on the plane. Like, wait, the what? nannies can't get on the plane because they can't. Which means travel. she's hiring illegals. So. I'm just pointing and out. I, and I like when he's in the house and he's like, why do you have all these people working for you? It's just you and the kid. He's like, why, what does she do does all day? Does he need three nannies? Yeah. He's like, what do you do he's all day? in school. What does says, she do all day? There's 50 people working here. What and then she walks up, oh, hi, says so. She goes, hi, Mr. Social. And he leaves, like, she, he says it, like, right in front of her. But um, she, she wants Carl to come with him and be Percy's nanny. Take care of Percy while she's working. And he's like, you want me to be the nanny? And she's like, it could or, be good you know, for you. The daddy. Father. <laughs> yes. Which he was like, nanny, but. That. That's, what Carly said. That's one of those things in real life that makes me mad. You can't babysit your kid. No. It's your kid. It's yeah. your kid. I need you to babysit. It's, it doesn't count as babysitting. Yeah. It doesn't count as being the nanny. When it's your kid, Why that's she looking just right you at me? being with your kid. Yes. Um, my kid's grown. I know. But, this, but that's a thing that really bothers me. I talked to my kid it today. Me too. It bothers me that that's a social. You're a really good dad, and your kids love you very much, and you and your son have a very special connection. Where he sends you pictures of him flexing all the time. Don't <laughs> tell people that. Don't tell people that. He likes to work out. He's been working out a lot, so he's putting he needs on muscle. Proud. He needs and to he's like, more. look. It's so great. And Elaine so gets mad because she, he doesn't send her pictures. And I'm like, it'd be weird for him to send you pictures of him flexing. I don't think it would be weird. I want weird selfies. So what I do is I send them to my dad. <laughs> Look at your grandson. Nice. Yeah, but it would be weird if I was getting them. But it's a guy thing. It's like underwear bins. But you're a really good dad, and you're really and it's like cornstarch corn on your balls. And Ooh, you, we'll get to that. But this weird thing that Hollywood tells us that men are not good parents and that they don't view and like if they have to spend kids time with their kids and they're babysitting because only moms take care of kids. It's a very old way to look at things, and it's perpetrated by stereotypes in Hollywood, and it bothers me because it's, like it's not cool. Like nowadays, if a does something bad in a movie, it's because a man made her do that. It's not necessarily. Yeah, that happens a lot now. It is a thing. Don't lick my foot. Sorry. I have. Seen. Boss, that was so weird. Sorry, I'm gonna do it again. I have seen this though, like with that phenomenon in real life. Yes, not but with it's really. I don't weird. have any kids, but with a friend of mine who had who has a daughter and you know like I know people who I've been in the room when they were like I'm gonna run to the store with Carly keep an eye on the kid and you know whatever and they're like I don't want to babysit and it's like it's your fucking kid yeah. and yes, you're and home it's weird yeah. but I why feel should like I bring the kid she's to getting the very animated I feel like no, it's, it's really it's, it's but it is a thing I've seen it's not just no a, <laughs> but it's like a society thing and then see and it's them do be facts and that's supposed to be accepted and okay and that's not how it should work no, it's really it's weird ridiculous. yeah fuckers watch your kids hang out with them you'll, you'll thank me for that raise, later raise them yeah <laughs> they're very interesting Sometimes they say that my kids say the darndest things. Maybe <laughs> I was real too. I was reading an article. You get to say things about, like, all right, that's cool. Don't tell mom. I was reading an article about how you should say yes to your kids for things that are no stakes. Mm -hmm. Like if they wanted to play with jello in the bathtub, why not? 
It doesn't hurt anything. Can I have cake for dinner? Mom's not home. Yeah. But like, instead of just saying no or maybe or whatever or ignoring it because it's weird, that if it's low stakes, you should say always say yes. I like how she's Which looking at these I parenting was, things now. I read when articles her baby's when 19. I'm bored. <laughs> I read articles when I'm bored. I just uh-huh. thought it was interesting. So when we have Anyways. grandkids, don't let them play with Jello She'll in the bathtub. She'll be saying yes, so, and they will have Jello in the tub. Inez yes. says, <laughs> then your actual kids will get mad at you. Why? <laughs> because Lamagra let the little kid play with <laughs> Jello in the bathtub. Lamagra does what Lamagra wants. Blood for the blood god. Something about spirits of the twelve. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> smells like a vampire wiped his ass with it. And. I mean, have we done Blade? We haven't done Blade. Yes, we, we did. did. We did two. We did Blade. We did Blade, and then we did Blade two. We haven't done Blade three. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. We got the Blade three. Go back and listen to Blade again. <laughs> All right. So then, Inez we'll says two. that she thinks yeah. it would be good for him to go back to Miami. That's where he first got his first restaurant. It might. He can spend time with his son. It might clear his head. A whole different perspective. And so they go to Miami, and then they go to see Abolita play in Little Havana. So. Inez's father is a musician, mm-hmm. and they're going to go and see him play. He's no Ricky Ricardo. Or because he's Pete. not getting any younger, and he wants his grandson to see him. He's the king of the rumba beat. Playing. When I play the maracas, they go so they go to the club, and it's a really good time. And Inez and Carl are having a great time together, and they're having fun, and they start dancing. And Percy gets that look on his face that all kids of divorced parents get like oh, they're falling in love again <laughs> do that again for me i missed it <laughs> they're falling in love again <laughs> see when you do things twice it's more fun mm. say spaghetti again. come on <laughs> <laughs> do it once for the gipper but afterwards they go to get food and they go out for cubanos speaking of which i had a great cubano for dinner tonight Mm-hmm. Thanks, we all had the same ones. <laughs> I did order it and pay for it. So yes, thank thanks, Carly. Carly, <laughs> <laughs> you're the best. Tony said he wanted it. I mean, John was so excited he gave you a chain for your glasses. <laughs> so uh, Carly's la- favorite tertiary object in the last movie was the gold chain for the glasses, and I bought it for. Her. I was like, I was going to give this to you for Christmas, but here you have it now. <laughs> you just get a free gift. It's like Tony's GoBot. <laughs> Sorry, I got Elaine something from the, for the podcast. Oh yeah, from one of the podcast episodes. So That's for fun. Christmas, for, for her, birthday. her birthday. Oh, her birthday's coming up. Oh yeah, shit! Yes, yes, my birthday is coming up. And they haven't mailed your birthday gift yet. I'm very worried. Sixteen days. You have sixteen days till it hits Earth in a movie. Um, Armageddon. There we go. Um, you have sixteen days, so you better have presents, or I'm gonna cry. I bought them. I have presents. <laughs> Because I love presents. Actually, there's already presents here. How do you know that? Because I know. She can sense their presents. I buy presents randomly and just keep them for random holidays. Like, okay. There's already presents here. He told me the other day that a present came. And he asked me if I wanted it. And I said yes. And he's like, you can't have it. And I was like, but I want it. I'm afraid the present that I bought you recently is not going to be here in time. Even though they said it will be here by the 26th. So you need to buy me more presents? I'll give you a list. (laughs) So, after they eat Cubano... You get no more presents. And... I put my foot down. Mm. And Carl... Uh, Percy is sleeping on his grandfather's lap. And he's like, oh, this food's so good. Wake up, Percy. He should have it. And Inez is says, like... yours is better. You No, she says you could just make him... Or no, her the grandfather says you could just make him one. And he's like, no, but I want to have the authentic, the real stuff here. A little Havana. And then have, Inez they don't tells have in Cuba. That his Cubanos are better. (laughs) Like the Cubans who came over to America, they made the Cubano. They don't have that in Cuba. It's like pepperoni in Italy. It's not a thing. 
or what is it? Is it dim sum or no? What Most is, Chinese food that you can't go to China yeah, and find yeah. anything like that. It's like you ain't gonna get General Tso's chicken. Like who the fuck is General Tso? <laughs> I don't know, but he makes he makes great chicken. It's like he's also not Chinese. Yeah, but it's American food. It's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Um, now you made me lose my spot. Is it, you're on the mall. She said his are better, and they have kind of a moment. <laughs> but and then Carl agrees to talk to Marvin about the food truck, and then Carl accuses Inez of planning. This trip just to trick him down here into talking to And she to looks Marvin at him like, gotcha, bitch. About the food truck. And she, I mean, this and probably was I remember the first time I saw this going, nice, well done, very good. Because this was, if this was her con, good for her. Yeah. She's, like, yeah, she's next she, level. When she invited him, she, she knew. I knew. She knew. Maybe she didn't originally plan it that way. I think she was <laughs> She had this in mind. It's not like she booked this party because she knew he was going to lose his no, job. She, <laughs> but this is part of the reason. But like, she's like, you know what? I'm going to get him down there and I'm going to give him a food cut truck because his life has fallen into shit. Mm-hmm. So good and he's for, miserable. And this is yes. his ex-wife. Good for her. Well, they do care. She's about in the each lead other. for my favorite character. So Marvin is Inez's first husband, and uh, Carl goes to talk to him, and it's Robert Downey Jr. and he is going <laughs> like, to sell Carl a food truck. And you're like, wait a minute, that's Robert Downey Jr. This is after Iron Man two. Like, how the fuck did they book <laughs> him? Oh, oh. <laughs> John Favreau is. He's his responsible friend. for you making all of the money. <laughs> yeah. I bet if yeah. John Favreau was making a movie, an indie film right now, is like. RDJ, I need you in this. Sure. I think yeah. he's in what, two scenes? Life. <laughs> I think it's just the one. Just the he one. He comes to, and sees them later. Does he? No, no he doesn't. No, Does no, he, is is, is he in the wedding? No. No, he's, he's only the in the one scene. He's in this one scene. scene. Yep. Because so, later the person that comes and sees him is Martin, not Marvin. <laughs> because them do be facts. So, he probably did this for free. Maybe yeah. a cup of coffee or something. Yeah. What do you think he did this in a day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Three, four hours, maybe. It's hmm. not a long scene. No. Anyways, Marvin uh, tells Carl he thinks he might have slept with Inez, which Marvin Since is just a fun dude. Marvin was her first husband. Mm-hmm. Then she married Carl. Then they got after they move. split up after the Marvin divorce. May have. <laughs> he doesn't really remember them. But he then he changed the, the subject, and then he sells Carl a food truck. Well, no, he mentions in this scene that his secretary going. is pregnant. He just found out his secretary is pregnant, and he's been sleeping with her. But he got his tubes tied, so yeah. he knows that she's lying. She's lying ass bitch, <laughs> but she's not- a very good secretary. <laughs> Not important to the it plot at all. It is super important to the to the story. No, it's not. It's really not. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. It's and he's like, I may raise this kid as my own. I don't know. <laughs> so much going on right now. But really, what's going on? What's important is we need to make some choices. And he's like, and Carl's like, what? What choices are we making right now? He's like, the carpet. What? I'm putting a carpet in. Which one of these swatches? Because everybody do you like? keeps falling because I make them wear booties. <laughs> I liked how he was also wearing booties. Yeah. And the chick was wearing booties with high heels. I was like, like that's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> so but the point that you get from this character, Marvin, is that he's just everywhere. His brain is just all over the place. I can relate. He's very stark. Mm-hmm. He seems like he's an up and coming entrepreneur. Buys mm-hmm. and sells a lot of businesses. He sells Carl a food truck. Pulls up the is food it, truck. called a business broker. The food truck is in rough shape. Mm-hmm. He it's, says, thanks. He says, don't thank me yet. You have to see it. Wait <laughs> you see it. And Carl calls Martin to tell him to check in. Martin has exciting news. He's been promoted to shoes chef. 
Hey, I bought a food truck and he goes, You got a taco truck? Hey, Tony, Carl bought a taco truck. And Tony's like, No shit. And uh, Carl tells him that he's going to do Cubanos and a roast con pollo, John's favorite food on the planet. It's not my favorite food on the planet, it's my That's, favorite Mexican food on the planet. I know, your favorite food is lasagna. Ooh, or pizza. <laughs> if I had a plate of lasagna and a plate of pizza right in front of you, which one would you go for first? Put your hands together. <laughs> Put your hands no. together. Come no. on. Huh? No, Ooh. Good thing that was empty. Put your... <laughs> I just noticed John has two empty beer bottles. Yeah. One of those was from dinner. <laughs> the other one, well, he brought a friend. When <laughs> <laughs> multiplying, you got chills? They're multiplying? Are you losing? Control? I think he might be. Because <laughs> the power that you're supplying is electrifying. <laughs> Sounds like a better shape, huh? Mm. Well, you're the one that I want. <laughs> so, um. Say, honey. Honey. <laughs> but, you know, Carl had called Martin to tell him about the food truck, and he's like, well, you can't come down here now. You're a sous chef. You're a sous chef. And I don't want you, and that's a really big deal, yeah. so congratulations. It's like, that's awesome, man. Great. Congratulations. So then, he's happy for his friend. And his also, friend's like, you bought a taco truck, truck, you asshole. Because that's what friends do. I'm not no. making money. I, <laughs> I no, couldn't just, offer you a job. Checking anyway. in with his friend. We're just friends, and I want to check in. Yeah. So, um. I want to tell somebody, and you're the yeah. other character he's in like, this movie. <laughs> and you're my he's friend. like, I'm really excited. I don't have any friends. Yeah. Well, he's got one. His name is Martin. I so think Tony's his friend, too. Tony's his friend. You look at the conflicting... Look on Tony's face when he was about to be head chef. Yes, Tony. He, but but Martin is his dude. Martin like, is his Tony might have been his dude. <laughs> look, look. They so, might have been the three. So Carl and Martin are just Whatever as evil, close as there. you and the Groshen Master. Okay. Whoa. Tony in this is like you and Joe. Me and Joe. No, you're friends, but he ain't the Groshen Master. <laughs> well, there's only one. Who? Well, there's two. <laughs> She's the Groshen Mistress. <laughs> or the Groshen Madam. Groshen Madam. <laughs> the Groshen Madam. They both sound terrible. <laughs> yeah, they're all bad. But... Not the Groshen Master. Right. Anyway. The Groshen Mistress is even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. So, then... I'm yawning again. Oh, my goodness. Wake up. Inez drops off Percy. Percy. And they come to check out the taco truck. It's very gross and disgusting. He's like, play with your dad. Go ahead. And Inez is like, all right, I have to go to work. And they're like, what? You're, no, you're not leaving him you know here. Good for her. And both like, Percy, nope, you got it. <laughs> both Percy and Carl are like, you can't leave me here. <laughs> like, nope, you two want, you two need to spend more time and, together. Do it. And she just gets, she's like, I'll see you later. Gets in the car and drives off. And, you please? Um, oh, I forgot the part. Carl does ask Inez if she slept with Marvin, and she says, You can't answer that. It's very personal. There's a big back and forth, but it's really important to him. He needs to know because he still is in love with Inez, and she decides to tell him the truth because she's still in love with him. That no, she did not. They were about to. They almost did. But they, they did a little hibbity, but no dibbity. But they couldn't go through with it. Um, <clears throat> so then we get a montage of Carl and Percy cleaning the truck. It is gross. It's very gross. Percy is cleaning his ass. And Carl <laughs> is very mean to Percy. Oh, yeah. And rude and makes him... Now they're both... Someone's phone is vibrating. Uh, Anybody? I, Anybody? I don't think it's mine. It's Elaine. It's not mine. I haven't gotten a text in 14 minutes. It's me. It's it, is it Will? Bill? Oh. <laughs> Jinx. I don't play that game. You suck. I don't either. You're like Jinx, you can't talk to somebody's name. I'm like, whatever. I'm also not twelve. Obviously. 
<laughs> but I could be 19. No, you can't. You got too much wisdom. She just called me old. I did not. I didn't say you looked tired. <laughs> all right. Is that your favorite line from Birdcage? That was. And I say it all the time. I don't recall this. I don't forget anything. Name one thing you forgot. <laughs> Just give me one. We'll let you. So Percy <laughs> pretty much does so much manual labor here. Yeah. And Carl's not doing nothing. Well, but I think he did a lot of being a whiny little kid. kid yeah. Either. No, he's yeah. being really good. Like he scrubbed but, the entire truck down. Good. Yeah. But, and, but Carl's, Carl's doing a, a lot of mechanical work. And but this mm-hmm. kind of culminates in Carl tells Percy to clean out the low boy, which is the fridge he opens it and he's like oh my god that's where that smell is coming from and percy's about to vomit and carl's like well just clean it out and percy throws the pan away and he's like what are you doing he's like you told me to throw it up clean it out and he's like that you got to clean that pan that's a good metal pan you can clean that and most of us are like i wouldn't clean that pan that pan goes away the dodo bird my problem with what i was saying was is it may be hard to replace because it may come with it you know what i mean Sometimes those but, things are not just easy to find, but he might. But, but they bought all new right after that. <laughs> yeah. Not the fridge. <laughs> not the. How not do you the, know? They bought all new. You don't know. But at the same time, like stainless steel, <laughs> much like glass, you can fucking yeah, clean. Can. It's not plastic. Right. It's like you can sanitize a lot of this kid who was about to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> and then Percy digs his heels in and says no. And then they have a big fight. Why are you so mean to me? Which culminates in Percy saying, I cleaned your whole stupid truck. Why are you so mean to me? And he stomps out of the truck. And then Carl has to take stock of the situation. <laughs> yes, you're right. I'm an asshole. <laughs> oh, we hope. And he, he goes scrubs the pan. Well, he scrapes the nasty out of it. Yes. I don't know that he scrubs it. But. but while he cleans it, he realizes, yeah, I'm being a douche to my kid. So then he goes and he apologizes to Percy. And he says that he can't get a hold of his mom. But go. they've got to go pick up some supplies. Go. <laughs> and um, ask Percy to come with him while he goes and buys supplies. And while they're shopping, they kind of make up, and they pick out a bunch, a new stove. They buy the the fryer. The fryer. They buy two planchas, which is special for making cubanos, like panini press things. Yes. And he buys and him his first chef's knife. That's a really big deal. <laughs> this this belongs to you, not to the kitchen. <laughs> and you have to. And, you know, Carl says, I'm going to teach you all about food, and, and this is really important. So they have a good moment. So they get back to the truck. And now they need to put all the new stuff in the truck. But they can't get the big new stove into the truck. And Carl asks, Marvin's got some guys, because this is on Marvin's property, and Marvin said, you could use my guys to help you. And he asks these guys if they'll help, and they pretty much ignore him. They, no habla. And then... All of a sudden, like a Hispanic fairy godmother, <laughs> Martin arrives. And he magically... A Hispanic fairy godmother. Yes. Yes, man. We're like a giant clown. He arrives in a cab. So, Percy is thrilled to see him. I found a new game for Vic. <laughs> a Hispanic fairy, fairy godmother. godmother. Okay. He's going to help them get the stove in the truck. And he talks to the guys in Spanish, and he says, if you help us get this stuff in the truck, then we're going to make you the best tasting sandwiches you've ever had. All of a sudden, now it's beginning, they're like, oh, all right. And we'll give you beer. Which generally... No, cerveza. Beer. No beer. If you need... Piss warm chango? No, man. 
Um, but, you know, pretty much if you give guys free beer, that a lot of times that helps. Pizza and beer is standard payment when you ask your buddies to help you move when you're in your 20s. Mm-hmm. Once you hit your 30s, though, you need to give them something better than that. <laughs> or hire a mover. Because that's when you start to get hernias <laughs> and throwing out your back. Like, if we ever move out of here? God, I'm, I'm, I'm paying some. <laughs> Are we getting a company? Yeah, move all this shit out. We moved in ourselves. I know. We were also in our 20s. <laughs> it was you and me and Jerome did, like, the whole thing. And I remember when John came over and helped lay floors at our house, we did offer him pizza and beer, and he didn't eat or drink any of it. <laughs> I was working. <laughs> and I want to say you were cutting weight for something or something. I might have been. <laughs> I, did, I, I remember that because I bought him a, um, a vegetable tray and forgot to give it to him. Because <laughs> I was like, I got pizza and beer for me and your mic. And you're like, well, I'm not eating that right now. I was like, oh. And then I was like, I get him a vegetable tray. And then I didn't even. Like <laughs> so then you just had a vegetable tray. Just sat in a tray in the fucking fridge. I told we threw that out. Yeah, yeah probably. What do you with the vegetables? Oh, I threw them away. Yeah. I leaked the so, celery out of it. Guys, help them get. Good I'm, God, I can't stop yawning. Okay. So the guys help them get. Good the golly, Miss Molly. And then Martin. Sure, like the yawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Martin sends, sends him to the, the store. store. To the store, and he says, "Make sure you get the good." He said, not- "Get cerveza, not beer." Cerveza. And. um... Martin, they come back, and Carl teaches Percy about how to pick ingredients at the farmer's market. And we see Martin making his moho, making sauce, his marinade for this And I'm watching this going, shoulder. I want to make moho. Then I'm watching him put everything in. I'm like, yeah, I probably need to have someone actually show me how to do that, not watch a movie. <laughs> I figured out. I'm, like, I'm sure there's 800 YouTube videos on yeah. it. And they <laughs> pull the pork like, out. Yeah, maybe watching John Leguizamo act is not the way and, to figure this out. <laughs> and it's very funny because they pull the pork out. And Carl and Martin are like, oh, that smells so good. And Percy's like, you could have bought that at the store. I think they had that at the store. Why did you not buy this at the store? And Bart says, you sure this is your kid? You got him DNA tested. (laughs) (laughs) And then they start cutting it to try it. And Percy's like, let me try it. And they're like, no, you wouldn't like this. It didn't come from the store. (laughs) It'd be like my kid saying, why don't we just buy jarred sauce? But whoa. (laughs) Hey, oh, hey. And. um, You're dead to me. (laughs) You are no son of mine. They let him try it. And he says, it's pretty good. And so then they make a cubana, and they show Percy how to make the sandwich and how it all works, and they try it, and it's delicious, and then they're open for business, and they make a bunch of cubanos for the workmen. Mm-hmm. At one point, Percy, is go- Percy has to watch the plancha and tell when the sandwiches are done, and at one point, he goes to serve one, and it's burnt, and Carl gives him a lecture about life. And he says, look, 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 they're not paying for it. It's like, oh, wait a minute. He's like, let me step outside. And Martin's like, yeah, sure, I'll do all this on myself. <laughs> and Carl tells him, like, that he's like, is this a joke to you? This is really important to me. This is what I do. This is cooking. This is super important to me. This is the only thing I'm good at. I'm a really shitty dad. I was a <laughs> shitty husband. I'm just shitty at everything. But this I'm good at. And I want to share this with you and teach you about this. And it's really important. And Percy says, yeah, no, I, I get that. And then he says, should we have served that sandwich? And Percy says, no. And then they go back in and they serve all the sandwiches. So then that night, they're sitting in front of the truck talking about it. And Carl and Martin are planning out their trip. So they're going to take the truck over to Miami, get the menu all straight out, what they're going to do. Then they'll drive the truck back to California and maybe stop in a few cities on the way. And... Um, they and they're having beer and Martin gives a beer to Percy. 
And Percy's like, I can't have a beer, I'm 10. And Martin says, says, you're not 10, you're staff. Your kitchen staff. It's not beer, it's cerveza. And then, uh, and Carl says, you can try it. And he tastes it and he goes, oh. And Carl says, worse. Remember that when your friend wants to give you a beer. Yeah. And um, That's funny, but you younger beer does not taste good. No. Mm-mm. I still think it tastes gross, but that's just me. I like beer. I do too. <laughs> Some of them are okay. Some you really got to find your beer. Yeah. That's the problem. Some of them taste worse than piss. Mm-hmm. How much piss do you drink? I don't drink any. <laughs> what about piss warm jungle? I'm going to buy Tony some piss warm jungle that's my for brand. Christmas. Because you've been saying it's your brand for years. <laughs> that's what the line is. Really? We're going to give it a shot. What is this? It's warm beer. Drink it. I just want to point out that earlier Boss licked my foot and now Chael licked my other foot. I don't understand why they keep licking my feet. I didn't step into anything food related today. I've been in the house. What about all that wine you made? (laughs) And then uh, Percy wants to come with them on the trip. And they're like, you have, and Carl's like, you have school. And he's like, no, I'm on break. And then Carl's like, well, your mother would never let you. And then he's like, I already asked her. And she said, yes. (laughs) Bam. And he's like, what? Why do you have a phone? <laughs> and uh, so then they say, okay. And Martin says, all right, why don't you guys go back to the hotel? I'm going to take the truck. I'm going to get it painted. My cut. And Carl's like, no, you don't have to do that. We'll get it painted later. And he's like, no, no, I got a cousin down here. It'll be it's fine. And uh, he says, I'll meet you at the hotel. He's like, this is my thing. This is hey, my got, contribution to this food truck. He got a guy. And then at the hotel <laughs> the next like he's morning. He's most of the work. He's making the mojo. He's doing all the cooking. <laughs> Carl's up front handing out sandwiches. <laughs> and then. He pulls up to the hotel the next day in the El Jefe food truck. It's a great name. Mm-hmm. And he's got a banging sound What does El Jefe mean, Elaine? There. The boss. That's right. It means the Jefe. When I was doing... <laughs> When I was doing the overnights for the Sephora build, the contractors all spoke Spanish. Did you write El Jefe and on your knuckles? They all called no, El Jefe. But they would say they would call me La Jefa. You say no, no. La and Madra. I and like, and I know what that fucking means. It means the boss. Why are you upset about it? Because they would be like, Shh, El Jefe's coming. <laughs> the boss lady's coming. And you're like, I don't speak Spanish. You can say whatever you want about me. <laughs> so they're smiling and they're shit. saying things like, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> and she's like, thank a, you. I speak a little Spanish. You do not speak a little Spanish. Yes, I do speak a little Spanish. Donde esta biblioteca is not speaking Spanish. No, I can speak a little Spanish. I had six weeks. I worked with people who didn't speak English and mm-hmm. I didn't speak Spanish. And now I can speak a little Spanish. <laughs> right now Vic is going, challenge accepted. <laughs> I didn't say a lot. I said a He's little. He's going to come in and be like, hola. <laughs> and you're gonna go shit. You're gonna go hola. <laughs> Como estas? <laughs> <laughs> the I think I have it. So uh, I have an assignment for you, buddy. So they go into South Beach, and Percy tweets out at Chef Carl Casper's back. Look for the El Jefe food truck in South Beach, and it's a hit. People start retweeting it, and they get a big crowd, and. They have a good day of making sandwiches. And then they go on a journey. And as they travel, Percy documents things via social media. He uses Facebook, Twitter, and Vine. Vine's oh. not a thing anymore. No. Vine <laughs> That's just how old this movie is. Vine, huh? But, TikTok and, took it over. And people don't use Twitter like this anymore either. They use Instagram more for this yeah. sort of thing. But it's still 
it's old, but it's still a. It's not too you old. Understand you understand what, it is. what they're You understand yeah. it, and it, it's not like I said MySpace. Yeah. And I like it because like Tony. What? And I feel like this movie integrates social media in a way that we don't see in movies that are being made today. Evidently, they did not pay Twitter for this. No. But Twitter had to give an okay. Twitter did not pay them for this. Well, you whatever. They there was there was no product placement of the Twitter. No. So they're traveling, and. Uh, Carl asks Percy if he wants to go to Disney World, and he says, no, let's go to New Orleans. And Martin's like, that's how you know it's your kid, right there, because he'd rather go to New Orleans than Disney World. So then they decide they're heading for beignets. Of course, they're traveling through the Deep South, and it's hot. They're going to get a late-night cornstarching. It's a little hot and sticky. So, all you're not giving any justice to the scene. Let me break it down for you. So, Martin is driving, and Percy sees him. So, Martin grabs a cornstarch and grabs a handful, puts it down the front of his pants. And this freaks Percy out. Percy wakes up. Carl says, Dad, Dad, Martin's putting cornstarch on his balls. And Carl goes, what? Really? Martin, you put cornstarch on your balls? Yeah. Can I have some? (laughs) So, then he grabs it. First, I've never heard of this. (laughs) <laughs> so then I've never heard of this I was like does he have like crabs or something clean the Levisi's house all that powder that man was putting all over his body anyway you're not letting me finish the scene specifically of the old man's balls thank you <laughs> so anyway so now Carl puts down his pants and he goes oh you want some and he goes what and he goes it's like baby powder put it on there and, he, and he's like feels nice right and he goes yeah he goes what's well, great is in the morning we could dip you in nuts and oil and make hush puppies and that's the scene. Martin said something about it be it's super humid down there. My wave will start cooking or something. It's a great scene. It is a great scene. <laughs> and then they get to New Orleans. And they park the truck. And Carl takes Percy for beignets Cafe to Mundo. Cafe du Monde. I've never had an actual beignet. I've been, been there. Cafe du Monde? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that had where you those beignets. Yeah, well. Are they the greatest beignets you've ever eaten? Uh, probably because they're probably some of the only beignets I've eaten. So. <laughs> I've like, never had one. They're in the top so five, it, at least. It's just a different. It's a fried dough with sugar yeah. on it. There's mm-hmm. a thousand. Everybody makes it a little bit different. Yeah. Like depends on the water. Depends on the dough. You know, whatever you're doing. Like where I'm from, we all had zeppoli. Elaine had elephant nuts or whatever they're called. Elephant ears. No, no. elephant ears. They had. It's different than <laughs> elephant nuts, John. <laughs> elephant ears because they were so big, the yeah, size of an elephant them, yeah. ear. We had zeppoli, and they had that. funnel cake and. Different kinds of things. Beignets, are, they're all just basically the same things. Yeah. Little bit tweaks. How are you, what are you doing with your fried dough? Mm-hmm. I'm, sure I'm like, you know what I want to do? Their own like, I have a Zeppelin recipe. I should make Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. You should make a lot of things. I'll try it. <laughs> you know I like your food. I'm a good cook. But I'm no Carl Cash. They do have a nice, when they leave the beignet shop, uh, and Percy's like, where, where are we going now? Do we have to get ingredients? And he's like, no, I just was... Taking you shopping and taking you for beignets. And Percy's like, oh, this is just for me. <laughs> and it's a nice moment. Because Carl is, you know, they're starting to connect more and more. And then they get back to the truck. And Martin is like, where the fuck you been, man? <laughs> and he's like, what? We want for beignets. And he's like, just look. And Carl walks around the truck. And there is like a line, 50 people fucking deep. And he's like, oh, my God. And Martin is like, happened? I know. <laughs> so they get in the truck, and and Carl sees that Martin has done 
all of the prep. They are ready to go. And he's like, oh, my God, how'd you get all these? Oven's ready. He's like, oh, my God, thank you. You did everything. How'd you get all these people? And Martin's like, I didn't do anything. I came back from the store, and they were all just fucking here. (laughs) And then we find out. And then Percy's like, well, I geotagged it. And they're like, say what now? (laughs) And he's like, I posted it on Twitter, and he shows them that he geotagged it so people know where we're at. And now all these people have shown up because of it. And they look and they see all the pictures he's posting and they're like, when did you do this? And he's like, when we were on the way to Cafe Dumont. So then Carl says, hey, Martin, you do all the work inside the truck. I'll go right on the chalkboard. And then they feed a lot of food. And Martin's like, okay, sir. I'm like, I'll tell this guy to eat a big rubber dick. And then they cook a lot of food. They put beignets on the menu after this scene. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they didn't have beignets on on it originally, but now after this, they have beignets. Everywhere they go, they kind of... doesn't really match with the rest of what they're cooking. So then they put the barbecue sliders, and it's like... You can see they're just adding things that they're doing. So you think they should add a churro instead? And I wasn't sure... I like churros. Because guess what? They're fried dough with sugar. I I wasn't sure if they had the beignets the whole time, like they still have them now, or if that was just like... They picked up a regional they it, thing they in had it every in Texas. area that they Yeah, they were had them in. in Texas. They had it in Texas when they did the but midnight. But that brisket or the whatever the meat was that they got in Texas, they're not getting that that no. meat no. back they're in only California. Having that, yeah. that was only for while they were but in they Texas. Put, but, but they're I, on the move, so it's not like they got to worry about repeat. So customers. then, going, where the fuck is this? We stuff? leave New York, New Orleans, and we have a sexual he- healing sing along. Baby, which is a little <laughs> weird, but Percy's not singing this. No. Which is good. He's just nodding. He's, he's laughing. Shaking his head and laughing. <laughs> we have a, when I get that It's feeling. a song along. Ooh. <laughs> but it's just yeah, one song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Anybody? laughs> ding dong. Thank you. That's going to be my end song. Waterloo. Spoiler alert. No, yeah, yeah, ding dong. Tony loves that song. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to Texas and the world's... Um, greatest brisket. They go to Franklin's Should Barbecue, have. which is a real place. Next time, next wedding. Yeah. And uh, they have held four briskets for them. Woo-wee. And they tell Percy, you know, Carl explains about this place and their barbecue and how famous it is and how it sells out. Mm-hmm. And then they sit there and they try the brisket. And then Percy's like, "We should make sliders." <laughs> He's really get into it. He starts learning about food. And they do. And like, that, that was <laughs> a really do. good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they have a food truck and a party. Now, the food truck scene is just like everything else. In it, Inez calls while they're cooking. And because uh, she misses Percy, she wants Percy to come home. This is probably the longest time she's, she's like, been separated I'll from her kids. to Austin and get him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll get him today. And they're like, no, he's having a great time. And, and he's going to have to go back to school. <laughs> the dog found his octopus. He's going to have to go back to school before He wants to show long. you his octopus. So she wants to see him. Do you got an octopus? <laughs> all right. Sorry, we're all distracted by a dog and an octopus. Um, like you would be. And then... He's so happy. <laughs> He's like, no, that's mine. And then uh, Inez talks to Carl on the phone, and then they accidentally tell each other that they love them. It's yeah. this big She's like, thing. no, tell Percy that I love him. And it's funny because... I love you. Because they could hear her tell Carl that she loves him, and you can see Percy and Martin are looking at each other, and they're like, what just happened? And, and my, no, the best part was Martin in the back going, tell her that she loves your big plancha. <laughs> And um, like a guy would do. 
Mm-hmm. Then there's they're at some place where there's live music. And you also missed which, the scene where Martin said, shows Percy the big Cuban roll and goes, "Hey, Percy, look at this! Oh, he's holding like a penis." <laughs> You forgot that. I was in New Orleans. All of those specific things he thinks are funny. (laughs) I mean, how can you skip that part? Because that's a guy thing. I know. There's a big phallus shaped thing. Another guy's another guy going, hey, oh. I I, I thought he'd want to talk about it when he did his favorite tertiary object. (laughs) The bread penis is not my favorite tertiary object. (laughs) Are you sure? Because, well, we learned back in our Tremors episode. If you want to hear more about this, you should go back and listen to Tremors. Because we've learned that if anything is even slightly phallic-shaped, men will make it look like a penis. <laughs> and then they will call their friends to have a look at it. That'd be facts. <laughs> it do be facts. Because um, like so I told that, our son yesterday, oh, guys are just mean to each other. Will somebody be mean to my son? No. <laughs> then why would you tell him that? It's none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, hey, if a woman tells another woman, I think I'm getting fat, she say, no, you look beautiful. If a guy says, hey, I think I'm fat, he goes, I have five fat friends and you're four of them. <laughs> See the difference? Oh, man. That's because women accept that other women have terrible self-esteem. But men apparently refuse to accept that men also have terrible self-esteem. Oh, we know. We just don't give a flying fuck. <laughs> because, hey, look, you're really mean to your friends. People that you don't like, you're not mean to. That's how you know people like you, because they're mean to you. That's not how it works. You've never been a guy. When women are mean to you, it's because I hate you. <laughs> Dudes don't do and that. And I want you to You die. hate me? Sometimes. And I want you to die. Sometimes. Not today. See, ask me tomorrow. Okay, Ennis. So that... Ennis? Yes, I Ellis? Ellis? No. Hans. Booby. So then night. that night, while they're watching the live music, which I think is in this movie, just I, got I have no idea. They look alike. Um, the party they were at. I know it went on a really long time, though, showcasing this gentleman's talent, which he was a good singer and it was a good band. Um, it was a really long time. But sitting on, I feel like they could have cut that out. This movie is quite long. It's almost, it's an hour and 54 so minutes. So was Martin's Bread Johnson. Um, so <laughs> sitting, but Carl tells Percy, how much he's loved having this trip and them being together, and it's been really great. Um, but he wants to warn Percy that they're going to be home soon, and then it's not going to be like this. And Percy's like, "What do you mean?" And he's he and he's like, "Well, you're going to have to go back to school, and I'm going to be working all the time with the food truck, and I'm just not going to get to see you. We'll still do our our weekend every other week, but we're just not going to see like this." And Percy's like. But you said I was doing a good job. Why can't I work on the truck? I could do it after school and on weekends. And Carl's like, that's that's not what's going to happen. You're a child and yeah. you should be playing after school. <laughs> and in a couple of years, you're not going to want to talk to me anymore. Yeah. You're a teenager. He's like, Dad, all this child labor. <laughs> yeah. See, it's, it's, it's really fun upset. now, but it's going to be work soon. Like the first time my son got to mow the lawn, he was like, this is great. All right, I'm done. I said, no, no. <laughs> that's your job now. <laughs> and he's hated it ever since. <laughs> But Percy's very upset because he wants to keep working on the truck. He likes working on the truck and spending time with his dad and with Martin. But, he likes you know, kitchen staff. Carl's like, I don't want you to be blindsided when we get home and things go back to the way they were. Which, Percy does not want things to go back to the no, way they were. Because that was terrible and his dad yeah. was a fucking asshat. <laughs> a so they breath. get home. 
and he's not old enough to understand that it's not going to be exactly. His dad is happier now. Yeah. Although, and they have forged this connection. And like, and like you were saying when we watched it, the money he's probably making, he doesn't have to need to do the food truck every single day. He could probably take days off here and there now or yeah. just let Martin do it and then take hang out with his kid. But they get home, and Percy hugs him and says he's really going to miss him. And uh, then he asks Carl if he watched the one-second video yet. Because Percy had made this he kept video. Him, I just email it to me. <laughs> Everything you want, just email it to me. Just email it to me. And he says, no, I haven't watched it yet. And he's like, well, I'll send it to you again. Because you didn't explain that at all. Well, Tony interrupted me and then lost where I was. So, I so Percy's been making uh, one-second videos. So every day he takes a one-second video and he's going to edit it all together. and ends up being like a minute long. And it's just one-second clips of everything that's going on in the trip. Mm-hmm. Two months. And Carl's like, sure. And he wants Carl to post it on the El Jefe food truck feed too. Um, but so he, you know, he says, Percy says, I'll send it to you again. And he goes, okay. And then Percy runs to the door where Inez is waiting and they hug and she's so happy to see her son. And he goes in the house and Carl's watching as his ex-wife and his son walks away and shuts the door and he gets really sad. And he goes home to his empty apartment and he's still really fucking sad. And then he checks his email, and he's got this email from Percy. So he watches the video. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. And it documents their whole trip, and it's such a great time. And then he, he gets all the feels, mm-hmm. and he realizes he's being a douche canoe. A canoe of douches? A can- whole no, canoe. A canoe. And then he wants his son oh. to be there on the truck with him. So he calls <laughs> Percy, and he says, you know, I've been thinking... And <laughs> when you think I, about that, he's yeah. like, I'm, I'm going to need you That's on weird. the truck, but you can only work on, on weekends and after school and you can't let it interfere. And Percy's really excited. And all of the money Mom, goes to your college fund. Yes. Dad's going to let me work on the truck. He's like, whatever I have to say to get on this truck is fine. <laughs> and so then, then all of a sudden she's working on the truck too. So then we yeah. flash to Venice's first Fridays, which is a real thing where food trucks go. And you can see uh, Roy Choi's Koji truck is there. Roy Choi is a famous chef because he started a gourm- the gourmet food truck trend that he's credited with. That's his with that. that is his thing. He created that, and that is why we have Twisted Sisters cupcakes in a food truck. I've also never had a bad taco at a taco truck. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've had any bad food in a food truck. They're always usually pretty badass. Um, but I haven't eaten too many of them. There was a weird food truck that came to work, like, and I went. I wasn't very excited. I feel like yeah. I remember that. Didn't it make you give you? A, a rumblies in your tumblies? Give me the rumbly tumbly. Well, it was, was like, it, do you remember? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Was it like tacos and shit or no. oogies? It was, it was like something that was really Southern ridiculous. Southern California food or something like that. Mm-hmm. He said it was ridiculous. I remember, I don't remember. It was remember. like 15 bucks and it was like, there's not a whole lot of food here. Hmm. And then it gave him a rumbly tumbly. Oh, that's not good. Like, it was like, fuck this truck. Do you know why? Because it was weird fancy food. No, it would have been better? <laughs> tacos. <laughs> They would have made tacos or sandwiches. Would have been yeah. top shelf, but no, they had to make some hoity-toity. When shit. I worked at the store in Suffolk, there was a Twisted Sisters cupcake food truck that was always in the parking lot in the middle of the day. That was pretty awesome. And only got a bunch of cupcakes. Nice. Well, they're good. Because you never brought one home for me. Well, because mm. I De- eat them. them. Do be facts. Well, I eat them. <laughs> and everybody is working there, even Inez, <laughs> which. I got to think if my son, who I love, is always hanging out with his dad in this food truck and I want to spend time with my kid, then I probably want to spend time with the food truck too. Is he paying all these people? No. Well, it's just the four of them. It's just one extra person. And maybe she just wanted to come see what all the fuss What's is about. What's her hourly rate? Because and this is she's been first Friday. him to do to this the, food truck. To be happy. And, and he is happy. Yeah. This, this has changed his life. It's made him turn around. He's excited about food again. And 
And if she's going to book this truck, she needs to Ramsey approaches. know about it. And she's like, <laughs> she's, she says, there's no food for you here. Go away. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she's really top shelf in this. Yeah. Yeah. She, she tells Carl, motions to Carl, and Ramsey asks Carl if he could talk to him for a second, and they go outside. And um, they, have, they, they talk, and he tells Carl, you know, you started that whole Twitter thing. Like, you tweeted at me, man. I just wrote a review. And I had to be truthful because I backed you in the beginning, and you had turned into something that was not good. And he tells him that this food that he's doing now is great. And um, He says it's mucho delicioso, mucho goodo. He says, I had somebody come buy it for me because I knew you wouldn't serve you, you wouldn't me. Serve me. <laughs> and he tells Ramsey that he, or Ramsey tells him that he just bought a place and he wants Carl to open a restaurant. He wants to back him in a restaurant. He can outfit it, everything, however he wants, cook however he wants. He sold his uh, food blog for $10 yeah. million, so he's got plenty of money. And he says, think about it. I know there could be a trust issue, but in the meantime, tweet me wherever your truck's at because this food is delicious and I'm going to eat it over and over and over again. He said it would be a nice wrap-up to the story. And then... We'll really pack them in. Yeah. Then we get the prologue. And the prologue... Epilogue. Epilogue, sorry. (laughs) And you're a book person. Why did I say prologue? Because you wrote down prologue. (laughs) You have to write it down and make... I like how she makes edits in her notes. (laughs) She saves all the notes that she writes. Like if what, this podcast ever explodes, like this might be worth something. We're gonna put those on eBay. Like when we look at when we look at uh, Rowling's uh, breakdown of all the Harry Potter books and stuff. Well, what's gonna happen is someday we're gonna stop doing the podcast, and then we're gonna stop playing for the server, and then our podcast will just disappear That's because true. we don't have any copies yeah. of this anyway. If you like any of these episodes, which some of them are awesome. Holiday Save the them on your phone because if we ever stop, this is going away. Like, <laughs> we're gonna, I'm gonna we have, have to have save an old files. I'm gonna have to save saved. an old iPhone with yeah, all of the episodes donated, downloaded, and hope it never dies. Yeah. Shut up. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get an external hard drive with like two terabytes. I'm just gonna download them all. You should. You should. Why do I have to do everything? Because Damn. you just said you were going to. I said, no, what you should do. No. Okay, well, so anyway, we are at El Jefe, the restaurante. It's closed for a private event. We see a little model food truck in the restaurante. It's pretty cool. And we see that Carl and Inez have gotten remarried. Aww. And Abuelita is playing at their reception. Aww. Well, you think he'd be there. It is wonderful. And they're happy again. Because Carl is happy and Inez is happy. Percy is happy and all is right with the world. And scene and apparently there's a post-credit scene with Roy Choi, Roy Choi is making grilled, grilled cheese well he's showing John Favreau how to make grilled cheese yeah. well Roy Choi a, a coached John Favreau in this movie it's in the trivia and he only agreed to do it if uh, John Favreau agreed to make it like a real chef so a lot of chefs find this movie really good because there's a lot of details in here that aren't normally in a cooking Well, because I watched this thing on YouTube it's inside and mm-hmm. it's people who actually have these jobs yeah. watching these things in movies that. Like I watched the other day about a blacksmith. Yeah. He's like in every movie about a blacksmith. First of all, why are they hitting it on the hole? They're going to have a big fucking dent yeah. in whatever they're hitting. <laughs> and I don't know who this is, but they're not hitting anything that light. It ain't yeah. doing shit. Even like uh, Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man wasn't that bad. It was the best they gave. It's like, that wasn't that bad. <laughs> not well, good. Most blacksmiths are Rambo where you're just like tapping it like, rich. nope. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna go first because it's my birthday. Damn. She, she told us she was no, gonna go first. <laughs> my favorite character is Martin. Martin. John Leguizamo's great. My least favorite character is Molly because she was only sleeping with him because he cooked good food. No. My 
Food help. <laughs> Favorite scene is the cleaning the truck montage through and making the food montage. So everything from when <laughs> from the opening credits they get to the, the dirt, <laughs> see the dirty truck to drinking the beers at the end of the day. That is my favorite scene. They weren't drinking beers. Cerveza. Thank you. Martha said, don't get beer, get cerveza. My favorite line is, I'm 10, I can't have beer. You're not 10, you're kitchen staff. Kitchen staff does not have an age. And my favorite tertiary object is cornstarch. Because it's fucking funny. Okay. And this movie is great. I love every second of it. Mm-hmm. A lot of the reviews mm-hmm. said that it was like a John Favreau, Favreau. Favreau love fest, but I like movies that have happy endings. Mm-hmm. So there's some character development, there's a clear story, but it's just a guy living his life, and in the end, he's got a better life. And I like things that I like talking and eating food. So, <laughs> win-win. I think this is a great movie and everyone should watch it. You like talking and eating food? You should watch this movie. It's a delight. <laughs> now, if you're mutant anorexic, not for you. Now. <laughs> next, we'll go with... Carly? Oh. Whoa! I thought I was going because you know I'm going to pick. <laughs> Just to get it out the way. Because they're the, the wild cards here. We I don't know. That's true. Like, you don't know the way Carly... You know. Hard to tell sometimes. All right, my favorite character, also Martin. I thought he was great. I did not have a least favorite character. I really couldn't think of anybody. There wasn't anybody in this movie who was bad or who didn't have good reasons for the choices they made. (laughs) Not even that secretary of Marvin's that lied about that being his baby? No, the way she walked in those duties was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, he's trying to trap and this guy at, a, at a hundreds of thousands of dollars, but she's able to walk. That's what he's ever had. Sometimes there just isn't a least favorite character. Yeah. Uh, my favorite scene was when he watches the one-second video just a Transformer and then calls Tony bought it for me. <laughs> <laughs> John, just now. We, we talked about that while we ate our Cubanos, but you weren't here yet. I was it's in traffic. Megatron Decepticon t-shirt that Tony yeah, bought for me. Yeah, you're clearly today. Tony's wife. I was doing laundry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I said, I'll wear it tonight. Yep. Um, my favorite tertiary object was the booties. And my, she loves the booties. My favorite line was, I would rather have you sit on my face after a brisk walk on a warm day than suffer through that lava cake again. Mm. That was good. It was a good comeback. And I will say, I liked this movie. I'm going to get it. But I did keep waiting for something, like the shoe <laughs> to drop. And it doesn't. It doesn't. (laughs) Like when the cop came up when they were in Miami, I was like, oh no, they don't know what permits they need. They don't, do they have the right license? They have the right permits. No, they took care of all that. They just didn't show us. (laughs) He's a professional chef. He knows his shit. You got your permit? Yep. Yep. I just kept waiting for something to happen and it didn't. So (laughs) I just had a good trip. And then we're like, what? What? How much longer? There's only 10 minutes left. There's there's not enough time for more conflict. So it's a relatively conflict-free movie. That's what I like about it. Tony kept waiting for Martin to steal the truck or something. Yeah. The whole time, I'm like, there's no conflict in this movie. And I'm waiting. I'm like, oh, he's going to fucking take the truck, dude. No. Oh, man, someone's going to fucking rob him, and they're going to lose all their money. No. The kid's going to run off, and they can't find him, and they're going to miss out on all these people. No. I'm like, something bad's going to happen, right? So this no. Tony and I watching it together, just waiting I'm just for waiting something for something bad. bad. See, <laughs> and that's the problem with modern movies. Is they don't just be like, oh, here. This is what life is like. Sometimes, then, you know, like, yeah. oh, this sucks. And then it just gets better. Yeah. It doesn't have to go, oh, the wor- this is the worst thing that's going to happen. Like, 
I don't know. Happy movies. Just, something goes wrong in every that it scene. Was just yeah. a good, it was just a yeah. fun movie. The truck never broke down. Well, they, didn't, they didn't yeah. have yeah. issues. So, anyways, I'm going to get it. I enjoyed it. I just was waiting for something that never happened. <laughs> All right, John, we'll let you go, and then we'll have Tony bring us home. Tony can go. I can go last. That's no, fine. you can no, you okay, go. Okay, good. All right, so... <laughs> My favorite character, I'm going to go with a tie because that's fun for people to do because we don't ever play by the rules. I'm going with Percy and Martin because Percy was really the catalyst for this whole thing. I think. He was a good actor. Yeah, he, he, he was really good in this. Considering he, he really was. He was a young he actor and he was up against these two. Good for him. But he didn't get yeah, on he was my nerves. Um, my least favorite character is the cop mm-hmm. who originally told him um, you got to move. It's like, all right, fine. But then he's like, oh, can I get a picture? How about another picture? How about one like this? How about one like this? How about one like this? Yeah, he's starting again. It was like, you asked. Tony's like, can we serve these people while we're taking all these pictures? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that guy's a comedian, and I think that was... I know, but it was really hard to find his favorite character. Yeah. <laughs> so, True. It was either him or... The Reba. Moho. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the Moho not, was top shelf. Not Reba. Not Reba. Oh, no, no. She's a single she's mother. She's a single mother. Ooh. It's real hard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Maybe> nervous. <laughs> My favorite, uh, my favorite scene is the cornstarch scene because mm-hmm. it's fun. My favorite line is from the cornstarch scene. Um, in the morning, we can dip your nuts in oil and make hush puppies. Mm-hmm. And my favorite tertiary object is Robert Downey Jr. Because it's only in one scene that counts. Okay. <laughs> and and I will yay this movie. That's a lot of fun. I liked it the first time I saw it. I liked it so much that I watched the show on Netflix about chefs. The only episode I didn't watch was the one with Gwyneth Paltrow because I can't stand her. She's annoying. Yeah, <laughs> she was going to be like, here's a candle that smells like my vagina. I don't want to smell anyone's vagina. Not in candle Disney form fans. or like, not. There's no reason to make candles that smell like that. Mm. All right. Tony. That's all I had about that. <laughs> End of story. Right. My favorite character is Coral. Mm-hmm. My least favorite character is Scarlett Johansson's bangs. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to know our... Are bangs the cargo pants for women? You know, women are always pissed because guys get cargo pants. I'm like, why do girls keep doing bangs? It looks terrible, always. Mm. But <laughs> I have bangs. <laughs> you don't. Okay, well let me. Okay, well let me. Let me reiterate. Bangs, bangs, bangs that stop here. <laughs> okay, I have what would be referred to as a long side swept fringe. But it's fucking bangs, dude. That's not what I meant. Actually, girls, I mean when girls have the Caesar haircut. Actually, about that? Short here's what happens. Okay, first of all, oh, that was this like right uh, now. like like uh, Courtney Cox and Scream. Look, this, all right. So first of all, that was weird. So, the micro fringe is a trend that comes around every once in a while when girls are just don't know what to do with their hair. Yeah. And most of the time, it happens because of a bad breakup. Because you got to change something about your life, and what's easy? To, you know what? I'm getting bangs, and then you cut them, and you're like, "Oh my god, that was wrong." Served with a fringe on top. But of by the viral. time no. by the time your bangs grow out, you're regular. You're so ready to meet a new says, man. Don't fuck with Mr. Zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, either way, Mr. Zero, are you getting divorced before you? <laughs> man, that's harsh. All right. Um, see, <laughs> we get some light. You got any vagina candles? Turn the light on, babe. No, I, I can see it. No, Why don't you have to do is go like this. Oh. <laughs> it turned off, though. Why isn't it working? Oh, because it's... the camera came on. All right, I can read. It's okay. Are you sure? All right. <laughs> my favorite line is, or my favorite line is the exchange between them when they both say I love you on accident, but mm-hmm. then they're like, that's okay. I, that, that's a point <laughs> if we say that. And then uh, my favorite scene is when he freaks out on the, on the food. That was my backup. Uh, critic. Critic. That's a great scene. The lava. My guy He's not getting to me! New Orleans <laughs> beignets and alligator head. 
My favorite tertiary object was when they get to New Orleans, uh, or no, it's actually before that, they have the skeleton puppets, the guys doing the skeleton dance with the yeah. puppet. I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, this movie is... It, Mr. Bone Jangles. Exactly. <laughs> and, then, and like I said, the movie was a little weird because it doesn't have any conflict and stuff like that, and, and I'm c- kept waiting for something to happen, and it doesn't. And then at the end, I was like, you know what, I did like this movie a lot, so I will yay it. It's charming. It is. And and then, and like John was basically getting around saying, it's like, all movies don't have to be conflict, the end conflict, of the world terrible. Conflict, it's conflict. nice to see a movie every once in a while that's like, oh, it, everything works out and everything's cool. I feel like... And it was an interesting movie. I feel like this is... It's not a romance, but it's a little bit like reading a romance book. You know it's going to have, have a happy ending, I no matter what. I didn't know that. Or I was waiting. But I was waiting for no, that no, third no. act breakup that no. did not happen. <laughs> you know it's going to have a happy <laughs> ending, and that's one of the Tony reasons why. Tony But and that's one of the reasons wait, why wait, people what? read that genre like She's that genre. She's giving me the fuck off because they know it will have a happy ending, and people who don't like that genre, like they don't understand why, you know. But and this movie is kind of like this weird happy genre of movies where there's not a lot of conflict and it's just kind of them living their life and everything turns out fine in the end and mm-hmm. and you don't see these kind of movies very often and they're generally really small independent films anyways and I think the only reason that this even is as big as it is because of the cast and John Favreau got really huge after Iron Man 2 Iron Man 1 Iron Man 2 <laughs> no he got really big after Iron Man 1 Iron Man 2 <laughs> my board. Hey, Iron hey. Man. My board. My board. The best Iron Man is Iron Man. Ooh. Right. Well, <laughs> please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. Or you can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Go so back and that. listen to any so of our good. episodes. One. We have not reviewed any Iron Man films as of yet. None of them, <laughs> because none of them qualify because they've all made all the money. That Maybe. Don't be, that don't be fat. I don't um, think Iron Man 3 made like a billion dollars when movies weren't doing that. Iron Man 2 is okay. Is it really? Yeah, and that's your favorite one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, tune in next time. On the podcast. For John's pick. Oh, hey. For Elaine's birthday. For Elaine's birthday. Uh-oh. Now, this what one was requested to us from a, a, a family um, member of Elaine. And uh, I'm picking, well, I forget what year it was, but Soldier with Kurt Russell. I'll cool. do. Yeah. So look forward to that. Uh, Elaine, focus. I'm trying to find my song. Yeah, so we're doing Soldier. I think it was like 96 or 7 or something like that. But it's a good movie. So it um, qualifies. What's this called? All right, it's not working. So, all right. Tony. Also has, what's a... his name from um, Bruce Lee? J- Jason Scott Lee. Jason Scott Lee, yeah. 1998. That was close. 1998. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a movie. Whatever floats your boat happened to be. All right. Yeah, yeah. No, you got to keep talking. What movie is it? Soldier. Your brother picked. I don't know how to spell soldier. How do you spell soldier? D-E-R. <laughs> I wrote soldier. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Soilder. <laughs> what did you put the I? I wrote soilder. How do you spell soldier? I know this. I-E-R. Yeah. I-E-R. S-O-L-D-I-E-R. Soilder. It's stolen from Africa. Look, it's dirtier than normal. It's soilder. What are you doing over there? Is this your song? Yeah. It's the sexual healing. By the hot eight brass band. That's the version they used in the movie. them a couple times when you do the triangle. Hey. 
There's, there's a riff, there's a version of me doing um, the, the Reba song, Last Mountain, Georgia, mm -hmm. and I hit the Dryas Triangle. We played it yep. together. It was good. Yep. Right here? Ding. It's, it's a ding. It's right there. Cowboy. Ding. <laughs> ding. It's ding. a good song. Jazz triangle, baby. Yeah. Now, I mean, nothing can compare to the original. Nothing can compare to the last Shinito kind But this is a pretty good version. If I was at a wedding and they were playing alternate <laughs> versions of sexual healing, I'd be okay with this. Not an alternate version of Sweet Child of Mine. Not the 15 version of Sweet Child of Mine? Nope. <laughs> but I'd be okay with this. Oh, I should probably stop the clock then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, someday. This is, well, shit, it was only two fucking hours. <laughs> 